As always, I'm Joe Mario Lester, your psychic, Hunter Van Lear. Ew. We are brought to you by Andrew's Amazing Comic Sound Save in New York. Now let's start the show off with some news. First we got up. some news. There's a lot of decent stuff this yeah. week, man. I mean, <laughs> that Riverdale thing. That was funny, dude. <laughs> we'll talk about this first. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> Riverdale comes back from a hiatus, and they're like, multiverse superheroes. And people are like, what the fuck? I think they're just trying to launch comics. Uh, dude, I, uh... So, so Archie and Betty have powers, and then Jughead is Daredevil. Daredevil. <laughs> he is Daredevil. But, uh, but, but he can't hear. He's... He's the deaf version of Daredevil. Yes. Instead of the blind version. No, he's blinded by the... I, th- I heard what... it, I, I read it as he's deaf. Oh, I read the other way around. Because yeah. they said it's a Daredevil-like story, but they said he's deaf. Oh, my God. And I'm like, what the fuck is even happening? They... It's, oh, oh honestly, I, I've watched the show. I know... I feel like I know why they've progressed to doing random shit. Because they've gone one, off the fucking well, rails. One, the show's still popular because yeah. it's teen drama trash, CW. Yeah. And two, it's because of Luke Perry. Luke True. Perry was Archie's dad... Him passing means that Archie can't be alone by himself forever. That's true. His mom, Molly Ringwald, yeah. was, they were divorced, and she was off in, like, Chicago she or, like, a, some fictional city or yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, she's Chicago. Yeah, she's and she's doing Chicago. city stuff. Yeah. So, she can't. She pops up every once in a while. Right. But they can't. And then they committed to killing Archie's dad in the show. They had to. Well, no. They shot him at the end of season three, and then they were like... Well, oh. no, he got better in, in the show, and then he died in real life. Oh yeah, remember? yeah, no, he got hit by a car. He got hit by a car yeah, right, in the right, show, right, and right, it was right, like right. A, like it was like a yeah. two episode. I feel like we have to do an episode. We never. I want to do a Riverdale episode at some point, but I, I want to wait till it's over and be like, "What the fuck was the show?" Especially now. I know, God. So, them locking themselves out of using the kids, plus they're aging. Yeah, they, 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 they did, started out as twenty five. They did now time, like thirty. They did the time skip. And they did the time skip after the recent season because, yeah. um, well, Forsyth left the dad. Yep. Um. Billy Loomis. Yeah, the mother. Name is. The mother of uh, Veronica left, and then obviously Luke Perry's gone. Yeah. So, oh, and then the dad, of Betty's dad, who became a serial killer and is on Peacemaker, he left, obviously, because he died and yeah. then was on a better show. Like, all the parents are gone, essentially. True. And so the, they have to age these people up and, and send time, them to college. And the time skip was just set, in a, the time skip season was just set in a multi, different multiverse. That's literally what that was. <sighs> now nah, they're superheroes. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. if they do each season or half seasons where they're weird ass stories, like I'm in, dude, I'm Archie Horror could be next. I know. We could finally get the. We, we know we're getting a Sabrina crossover. We got the one episode. Yeah. She appeared in during the the, the time skip. Yeah, but we could get a bigger one. horror section where she incites some of the violence that not yeah. maybe, maybe not on purpose. Yeah. But like we know in the Chilling Adventures, Sabrina, Betty, and Veronica are those two cheerleaders that yes. summon Satan or whatever. Yeah. So we could have. Blossom 666. We could have I, Jughead. Um, Hunger. Hunger. We could have Vampironica. Veronica, which I own. Archie. Afterlife with Archie. Dude, easy, I, easy, dude. I'm in for all the weird shit now. Is a Frank and Reggie one of them? Uh, that's in Veronica. Yeah. So that's part fucking, of let's go, dude. That's part of new let's blood. do all this. Just, even if it's one episode. Yeah. I'm in. I Dude, I'm in for all the weird shit. I'm down for them, half a season of horror. I want them to do like the superheroes that are in the Archie universe. Yeah, the, the shield comp. and like the fox. Yeah. The dark circle, red circle, whatever. It was... Red Circle then became Dark Circle when it became the mature line and went back to Red Circle. Yeah, I'm reading the uh, the Fox book. It is so good. Yeah, that's, it's like unfair how you're good on it is. the Hunt storyline, right? I just finished the Hunt. I'm on. Yeah. No, no, no. I finished Freak Magnet. I'm on Hunt. It's only those two volumes. Yeah, it was. Oh, it's very good. I told you. I I, uh, I wish I didn't lose everything on my phone. I had a whole <laughs> pitch on that whole. Uh, the, you told me. Oh, before. I would bring back how I bring back the Dark Circle. It's so good. Yeah, dude. It's it's so good. I was reading it. And I was like, this is Archie. I'm like. Archie puts out three books a month now, and they're all digest. Yeah. Yeah. 
The horror line maybe comes around once or twice a year. Yeah, well, yeah, they're trying. Fin- finishing up Sabrina or doing one shot. They're trying to finish up Sabrina. Yeah, and then they have the Riverdale book slash the Archie book that comes out like every once in a while. And they have the Betty and Veronica best friends forever plus, you know, the issue 1000 of Archie or whatever. Yeah. What happened, dude? Uh, I traded you over in uh, company. Like, dude, when I first started here, 2019 or 2018, wherever I started yeah. here. They had multiple Archie books coming out. Yeah. They had the their main the main line issue three hundred plus. Yep. They had the Riverdale in between seasons kind of. Yep. Then they had the Sabrina book finishing up, and then they had the In Canon Sabrina book. Yeah. Uh they had they the had, Jughead book. All, all, yeah, the Jughead book, all the horror titles. And then all the horror titles. Yeah. They yeah. had like about. 10 and then books. Archie Predator two or three or whatever. Yep. Uh, three, two. Yeah, two. Uh, they had all yeah. I understand. Had, I understand the Predator thing. Yeah, that's fine. Because I mean, you finished it off with two cool. Because and also and also because Marvel and Fox. Yeah, fine, fine. Yeah, I get that. But what happened to your horror books? You're just doing Sabrina now because the show's done. Yeah, like you should have been doing it while the show was happening to give more story to the show. Well, it's a continuation of the show now. So yeah, but like, if is it a continuation of the show or is it a continuation using stuff from the show? Because Volume One is so different. Harvey Not, becomes gets taken over by her evil well, dad. No, and her dad's there's, evil. No, there's two different. There'll be two different Sabrina, uh, Doc Sabrina uh, books. It's Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, the continuation yeah. of that of the actual mm-hmm. comic, and then it's called um, New uh, New Sorcery. Uh, Sabrina's New Sorcery. Okay, that's the one continuing from Netflix show. It's a season. Like, if I'm it's, fine with that. They're, like, they're, it's, it's, it's like they made like twelve of season seven, and like when yeah. they did Angel and, and mm-hmm. Buffy, like they're add on seasons. Yeah. Yes, they're all add on seasons. Yeah, I just. What happened to Archie Comics, man? I know. Where did it go? They were producing great stuff. Yeah. Well, they had a big falling out with their CEO, and that's what happened. So I totally understand. And it split the company like... pretty much in, like, three. That's why oh. Sonic left. Well, Sonic left way earlier. What I'm saying, like, a lot of it comes down yeah, to, like... Sonic and Mega Man were gone super early. Yeah, and those were, like, their top sellers at the time. Well, yeah, because that's why uh, titles. That's why Rhyme's, like, not, uh, Rhyme 9, 10, and uh, the, unsolicited, uh, the solicited but never released 11... And uh, never created 12 or, like, the final part of the series. Yeah, you just have to either find those somehow. Nine you have to find. Ten exist, and you can't find ten. Like, nine and ten exist. Eleven doesn't exist. They solicited but never made it. Yeah, so you either have to have the issues or, yeah, like, nothing. bind them yourself. I know. <laughs> and what sucks is that I'm nine is the, the Mega Man X crossover. And I'm like, fuck. I have them all. I have all of it. <laughs> so if anybody, any fan of Archie out there, I definitely want those. If you have those trades, man, I will... Glad to take a trade. Hit him up on Twitter. <laughs> I do. I, I, I'm going to. Like, yo, where's like? Again, just reprint them. Yeah. Reprint them, whatever. And I understand, like, with rights, and money whatever. and rights. But Boom has Mega Man right now. At least they had Mega yeah. Man fully charged. Why not just do reprints of the old Archie stories, mm-hmm. or just like what Marvel does or IDW reprint the old stuff that you have the license for? Yeah. Those Ghostbusters comics, I think, were Marvel books. The real Ghostbusters. Yeah, they were. And then IDW was like, we have two collections. Here you go. Yep. Look what, look what Marvel's doing with Alien and Predator. They're re-releasing the hardcovers and the trade paperbacks of the old stuff, calling it the original years. Yeah. Just re-releasing them. All the Legends book that Dark Horse put out, Marvel is re-wrapping. Absolutely. Like, just, I understand licensing, but... It's money. All it comes to, well, I yeah, we may not exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, they got Sonic still. Unless Sonic goes back to Archie. Yeah, only. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yeah, superheroes are in Archie now. A Riverdale. Cool, I guess. I guess. I'm I guess. still a season behind. It's either season four or season five. Either way, I'm still a season behind. So, I'll catch up eventually. Oh, yeah. Whew. James, I wish we had Sabrina on for this one. I know. <laughs> Riddler year one, dude. That's crazy. There was a new addition to the La, La Rada... Yeah. El, El, El Rodolata, whatever the fuck Whatever the hell it's called. If yeah. you've you watched Rada. Batman or you listen to Batman's spoiler cast, you know that's a post-credit scene that brought you into... 
uh, this website, which you can find Riddler out. streams and stuff. Ooh, and then there was a new, new one that came out last week that had a countdown, if you solve the riddles, to the day that this got announced. Uh, Riddler Year One, a prequel, yep. similar to the book that we talked about. The novel we never... The novel that um, uh, we talked about on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and, and then this, just written by Paul Dano. Which is cool. Yeah. Again, this comic's probably coming out in August because it wasn't in this recent solicitation. No, it's probably, yeah, probably coming out in August. So it'll either be um, yeah, August or September. I'm okay with them doing this kind of oh, stuff. Oh, cool. Where they expand the movie. I'm they okay haven't done with this that. kind of stuff in forever. I mean, I know we just got Batman and Superman 79 and 89 or whatever, but that took so long to do. You're telling like, me. <laughs> took so long to do. Smallville was the fastest one, but that's because that was it ended right around the time they were just like, fuck it, digital. And that's what it, and that's yeah. what that was that that and we this knew it's coming out in print. Yes, it is. I think it's an OGN. Um, I I read all the news and stuff as it was coming out as like an OGN, but right. I could be wrong. I, I'd be happy to be wrong, honestly. But, I I think it's not. I don't think it's an OGN. Either way, I'm excited, dude. Paul Dano's writing it, and it's tied into the Batman. So hell yeah, true. Give us more. Tied into the Arkham Asylum slash GCP dude. PD show tied into the Penguin movie t- uh, show tied into Batman two whatever dude hit I'm it up hoping. more and more give us a make make a black label too so it can be gritty you can like stab people with pencils and stuff <sighs> like Joker <laughs> yeah oh no Deadly Neighborhood Spider Man I'm just gonna run through all these apparently <laughs> oh no I was gonna do uh <laughs> no I'm pulling up for something for later on that's why okay gotcha gotcha yeah that's all I was I was like so, hey, segue no no I just uh <laughs> I had it set up to pull up to, for the Zest World thing. That's why I wanted to pull up the quote stuff. Uh, next up, we have the announced and then delayed Deadly Hands, Deadly Neighborhood Spider-Man. Which, that's actually spinning out of the... Um, Savage, right? No, it's spinning out of the frightening, the spine-tangling Spider-Man, which is a digital-only book. Okay. It's written by the same team. Oh, okay. And I'm sorry, is Taboo doing this spine-tingling? I know Ferreira's on art. Okay. So they did um, one of the... Unlimited comics, comicsology style books where yeah, they've read yeah. like a webtoon. Yeah, well, and unlimited. similar to X Men Green, which is coming out in print. Yes. I think this is just renamed, coming out in print, or it's a sequel to that, and they're just gonna drop that in a trade. Okay, because it was like three or four issues. Yeah, this is all. It has an ongoing. Yeah, so it's probably continuing, continuing from. It was basically just a horror version of Spider Man. All right, and that's that sounds what what this is. Fair. So, I'm excited. I love Spider Man books. It's just funny. I text you like, oh, this way. Who's the team? Pass. <laughs> and dude, Ferrer's art's great. It's just. I don't like Taboo. Because you're racist. No! I like the... <laughs> this paper stock is gross. Oh, my God. I feel that. I, know. I picked up Savage Spider-Man. What the fuck? I know. It is, feels... it, is that the only one? Ew. It's just... It's just this one-ish. It's just this one series. Ew. Dude, wh- what happened, Savage Spider-Man? Why are you so gross? The cover stock feels like an interior. Ew, it's bad. I'm sorry to derail. Ew. The other one feels the same way, but all the other Marvel books... No, Shang-Chi feels weird, too. Sabretooth feels fine. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't like it. Oh, you know, I like Juan Ferreira a lot. He's a good you don't like Taboo? You're racist? I don't like Taboo, man. He's he's just very mid-writer. Yeah, he is. I liked him in the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> I like him. He's fine. <laughs> you know? But his Werewolf by Night was just okay. Yeah. I like and the idea and the, the lore he, build. Yeah, obviously, because it's Skinwalker shit, which is awesome. It's just, eh. And then whatever he wrote before that, just, eh. That's fair. I've only heard mixed things, and I've read only the uh, werewolf, so it's just okay. Will I read it because it's Spider-Man? Yes, and because of Ferreira? Yes. Fair. But I'm don't, I don't have to love it. We'll see. I can easily be changed. This could be his opus. Taboo could change my mind. Jeez. With this book, 
So, okay. I mean, but it sucks that it got delayed. Probably because Taboo's busy or because. Black Eyed Peas to get back together? Or because <laughs> <laughs> they want to release the. They want to wait for the uh, spine tingling to come out and trade. Probably. To be like, look, it's a sequel. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, next up, we have Mark Millar to launch Magic Order Volume 3, which because Magic Order Volume 2 is finishing up now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jupiter's Requiem Requiem Volume 2, and possibly Nemesis 2 later on this year. And he's also announced, they've announced, but we don't know exactly what's to, a tie-in book to one of his next Netflix projects. Which could be Sharky, a sequel, because Sharky's supposed to get an animated show, Space Bandits is supposed to get a crossover. I have the uh, I think it's trade. supposed to be a Sharky and a Space Bandits crossover book. I have Sharky and Space Bandits, I got for Christmas, they're good, and they're sitting on my floor right now. Dude, Sharky is good. I, I haven't just, read Space Bandits, we read issue one for the show. It was good, but I didn't read the rest. Yeah, I Sharky have, is tight. I have Sharky and Space Bandits. I told you, my goal is to buy every Mark Millar yeah. book ever written besides the, the unfunnies. <laughs> I want to get it just to have it because that's like a that's like a novelty. Yeah, they don't make those anymore. No, they, <laughs> they don't make those anymore. Hey, you ever feel oh, bad about you, like, you ever feel bad about yourself? Yeah, <laughs> I I would like to feel bad about myself. Uh, but the, my only complaint about Sharky is the the artistic stylings of some of the panels. Okay. Sometimes they just like have white backgrounds. He's like in a building, and then it's just him and it's white behind him. And I'm like, I don't like that. It, it comes off as a little bit lazy. Well, plus, I didn't buy this book, so I got it for gifts. It's so. very well written, and I love the story. It's it's Lone Wolf and Cub. It's the Mandalorian, honestly. Okay. He picks up this kid, and he has to bring it back to its people. That, that's what it is. That's fair. And he drives around in an ice cream truck. It's pretty cool. I don't care about the Magic Order. Sorry, there was a pause there. I, was, I just want to keep talking about the Mark Millar stuff. I feel like we haven't spent enough time talking about some of this news. I don't care about the Magic Order, but I haven't started reading it yet. Every time I just see it on the shelf, I'm like, I'll I'll start it. I have Magic Order. It's great. Is it? It's so good. I've heard, like, nothing about it. It's so good. And they made a Netflix show, right? Isn't it, like, stinky? No. Oh, no, they're in the process of making it. They haven't made one yet, yeah. Okay. I was like... You're thinking The Order. Ah, that's what I'm thinking. Everyone thought the same thing. Like, oh, it's Magic, because it's magic and the same fucking concept. Well, no, because this one's called Magic Order, and the other one's called The Order. Yes. That's okay. So I'm looking up things about the unfunnies and how awful this fucking book is. It is unfunny. And, and Jupiter's Requiem Volume 2, does he mean in trade, or does he mean like a sequel to the 12-issue series? Which one? So Requiem? Requiem is 12 issues. Yeah. No, Season 2. Sorry. Tell about Season 2. The second volume of yeah, it. Yeah. So it's the first six issues, then the second six issues, yes. or another 12? No, the, the second six. Okay, so you took a little delay. Yes, because oh, okay. we know, that, like, they. so if you look at the shelf, it's off here, the shelf. it's off the shelf, yes, took it off. Because after issue six, it was gone for a bit. Yeah, so as, that's the first half of the season, season two's coming back. Okay, I was like, I don't even remember it finishing. Yeah. <laughs> I want that show to come back. It was honestly good. They just needed to re-edit it. Yeah, or just Make do, the whole first episode. Or just tie it to, um... Super Crooks? Super Crooks. Throw them in the anime? Yeah, oh my gosh, Super Crooks so good. Super Crooks worked. It does. It I think it's because does. they tried too hard with some of the, the Josh Demel Young stuff. They should have just done episode one, ended how it did. Episode two, all the flashbacks continue forward. There'd be no breakage. There'd be no, like, what the fuck's going on in the plot? I think it would have made much, uh, much more sense. We talked about that, though. Go back and listen to that. It's episode... Beep! It's episode that one. I'm not going to edit. I just... Whatever. Insert. Oh, God. Here. Mm. I want to say 70, 80, 110. I'm going to say solid 110. I'm wrong, but it's 110. <sighs> Sorry, the unfunnies is really <laughs> fucked up, and I'm, like, in the hole now. Dude, Nemesis 2. I haven't read Nemesis yet. Isn't like Dude, the Nemesis is fucking great. Isn't it like the Punisher? Uh, it's if Batman was Punisher. Yeah, I, was like, I only know that the guy on the cover looks like Moon Knight with guns. You should really read that book. It's on the list. You should I think I threw it in my, that it's, it's in my box. That's a, that's a Mark Millar, you should read that book. I don't even, I don't even have Super Crooks. I've only read the stuff that nobody reads for Mark Millar. Like what? Besides, obviously, I've read all the Jupiter stuff. That's okay. the popular one. 
I've read Empress. I haven't. Read I've it. read Huck. Well, I'm not I, talking about you. I'm talking about everybody. I don't else. have that one yet. Huck is good. Huck's like I know it's Huck, Huck Superman. It's uh, Superman, artistic Superman. I know. Yeah, quite good. Oh wait, I do have Huck. Never mind. I yeah. lie. Um, I have Huck. I've read Kickass because who hasn't? I haven't. Really? I don't have any Kickass book. Wow. And I read Wanted because we did it for the I show, wanted. and also because it's, you know, whatever. Yeah, I want. I haven't read Kingsman, at least the Mark Millar stuff, but I've seen the movies. I've seen all of them. I know it's different. I know it's different. Don't oh, come at me. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I know. <laughs> I know it's different, but I no, it's just like Wanted is. And then. What's the other one? He has like another weird one. Reborn. Reborn. That one was good. That was, that was cool. Awesome, that was yeah. a good one. Why isn't there more to that? Because uh, he does his. He has like. Oh, and he did American Jesus. I didn't read that, but I, I, read I don't Jesus. have too much interest in that. Well, because the problem with American Jesus came out twenty years gaps, right? Yeah, <laughs> it was like his second book. Yeah, his second book was like fucking thirty years later. <laughs> so yeah, I know we have it on the shelf somewhere, or we sold it. I forget. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right I'm now. I'm looking at him right now. We got both. Yeah. I'm not. Oh, uh, Chrononauts. I love I Chrononauts. I have That's the shit. I love Chrononauts. That's my favorite uh, Marvel book. With yeah, I've, seen, I've read all the weird ones that got sequels, except for Sharky. Well, yeah. <laughs> read all the ones that have sequels, and then American Jesus. So, American I'm a fan Jesus. of Mark Millar, but also, he's a little edgy sometimes, especially he's back in the old days. He's edgy for his own good. Huh? He's too edgy for his own good. Well, that was the original stuff, like I said, like, Wanted. Like, oh my god. Yo, one of this is great. Kingsman gets a little racy sometimes. Kingsman, well, yeah. <laughs> so, but Kingsman, I feel like, I mean, I read Kingsman Red Diamond written by Rob Williams. That's pretty solid. Okay. It was like a pseudo-sequel in the Millar world, but also it tied more so to the movies. Yeah, so I have American Jesus Volumes 1 and 2, Chrononauts Volumes 1 and 2, Empress, Huck, Jupiter's Legacy, all, and like, uh, Legacy. I feel like Empress is underrated. Nobody talks about Empress. Empress is good. It's, I like, and then it leaves off like on a, a huge cliffhanger. Yeah, I just feel like nobody talks about it. Uh, Jupiter Circle and Legacy. Like people talk about Huck. Um, Magic Order, MPH I have, which is oh, cool. Oh, yeah, that's referenced, that's referenced in Kick-Ass. Yeah. Nemesis, Prodigy. I don't know what that one is. That's the one with the world's smartest man. The black guy? That's the recent one. Oh, yeah, like the spy. The world's smartest like spy man. He's like a spy, but he's, yeah. like, he's just really super yeah. smart. Uh, super Crook. Oh, so- dude, that movie could be done with um, Denzel Washington's kid. That could be done with John David Washington. I tell her. No, but he's a young guy. Yeah, yeah, young. Uh, Reborn, uh, Kingsman. Oh, his new book is King of Spies, right? Yes, King of Spies. Book's is new uh, Secret Service for Kingsman later on. Starlight, Super Crooks, Superior. Superior is good. Starlight's okay. Wanted. Starlight's okay. Um, Starlight Empress, feels like it's overrated. Empress is like the overlooked one. That's what I'm saying, man. Nobody talks about Empress, but Empress is like the best. Empress is really good. <laughs> Superior is good too. Uh, Superior is what? The Shazam. His take on Shazam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that one's okay. But with the devil instead. Yeah, I heard that one's okay. It's, it comes it's, off as very much like irredeemable. A, de- a, de- like, a devil space monkey. Devil space monkey? Yeah. Oh, that's who irredeemable. It's like, okay. No, that's that's in uh, Superior. Is that a character or is that the, the main character? Monkey. Okay. He's look, a, no, he's a character I, in the. He's a character in the. I thought you were saying that. That's he's a, a monkey. No, like, what? That's that came, not what I read. He's a, he's, a, he's a Soviet monkey that came from space. A Soviet monkey, but possessed by the devil. He's in alphabetical order. Yeah, they are. I didn't see my Mark Millar section. I think I have like four. I have forty. <laughs> forty Mark Millar books. Because he wrote wow. a lot of Ultimates too. Remember? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just read you the ones I have for mm-hmm. the his Millarver stuff. Yeah. But I have forty Mark Millar books. Forty books that were written by Mark Millar. That's a lot, man. I like Mark Millar. No, dude, I get it. Mark Millar is not a bad. Like I said, his early stuff is a little too like niche for me. That's fine. Where is he? Come on, Millar. It's, uh, this alphabetical thing's annoying. Mark Millar. I have thirteen. Which ones? Uh, apparently he did stuff in JLA. 
Oh yeah, have he did that too. Chrono yeah, he uh, he's the lead on JLA. Well, it's, it's in the Grant Morrison omnibus that I have. I got Ultimate X Men that you gave me. Wildstorm. Did I give you Ultimate X Men? Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> I have Chrononauts. Okay. I have Old Man Logan. I have that too. Red Sun. I have that the Jupiter series. Mm-hmm. And then Ultimate X Men and Wildstorm. <laughs> that's like it. Jeez. At least that's all that's cat- uh, cataloged here for some reason. I feel like I have more, but that's is fair. what it is. Yeah, man. Mark Millar. <laughs> so moving on from our rant about Mark Millar, uh, we have Secret Invasion. The comic book has now been canceled. Um, it's been removed from Marvel's list. Why, though? It was a sequel to Meet the Skrulls, and it was going to tie into... The show. The show. So well, not my... tie into the show. It was a... It was a media synergy, tie-in. Yeah, it, it was, synergy it was, tie-in yeah. to everything. So um, no one kind of knows why. Who was, um, who was writing it? Rosenberg? No. Because he did Meet the Scrolls. Uh, actually, let me just double check. Because if Rosenberg is writing it, he might have... Not not that he did anything wrong, at uh, least that I know of. I just think that he's had rough patches with Marvel just because... In general? Yeah, because of mostly the X-Men stuff that he did. They screwed not over Not that he for did. It was... They screwed him over for it because... Um, once Hickman, Hickman, Hickman made a big deal yeah. about it. So. Um, Unless it's just taking a gap. I think... I think You know what it is? I think they're just moving it because of... They're uh, waiting for the show to come out. Yeah, go close to the show. That's yeah. the reason why. Let's hope it's just delayed. Let's say delayed and not canceled until it doesn't show up at all. Yes. Because books like books like that, yeah, books like that get pushed back a lot. Besides the the whole tie into the media for synergy. Oh yeah. It's not like a mainline book. It's not like it's one of their minis like black, white, and red, which is like the current theme they're doing right now. Right. Or it's not like you know Avengers or Spider Man. It's Meet the Scrolls too. Right. What it's you just, do? Yeah. Also, by the way, I do like the fact that everyone's pushing for these fuzzy uh, Xbox controllers. Well, yeah, dude. I'll, my buddy posted about it, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, I'll try to win one just because of the content. I'm like, are they actually fuzzy, though? Yeah. Oh, my God. If you I see, win you it, see I'm a picture scream. I thought it was Photoshopped. No. I thought they were making goofs and gaps. Nope. Oh, my God. How do you play with those without killing yourself? I'd be like, <laughs> like a shag carpet on a controller. <laughs> I want it now really bad. <laughs> That's an awful way to put that, and I don't like the way that was put it, but okay. <laughs> but no, it's, again, I don't, I don't mean to, like, cut it off, but no, it's, it's, it's fucking yeah. true. Like, their synergy is, like, no one's on point. But because of things like delays and, like, just life in general, um, it happens. Yeah, maybe the scripts weren't coming in how they wanted. Maybe they had to reshape some things. Yeah. Because of reshooting or rewrites or... I think, you know, uh, I think Secret Invasion of the show is in reshoots. Oh, yeah, I know Sam Jack is back doing stuff. So that's why I think that's what happened. Oh, they did a Ghostbusters multiplayer game announcement today. Yeah, I know, dude. Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. It's being written by James and Elise Willems from Funhouse. Raul Coley's in it, and so is Greg Miller. I'm excited. It's made by the guys who made Friday the 13th and the Predator Hunting Grounds game, except it does have single player, so you don't have to get queued up. You can just go against AI, and you can also play as the ghost. Yeah. And it's got Ernie Hudson and Dan Aykroyd in it. It takes place after Ghostbusters 2, but it's unknown if it takes place before Afterlife. Because they're older, obviously, because they're themselves, and they're retired, but they still have the firehouse and stuff, so it's like, you know, what's the deal? Fair. I don't know. I'm excited for the game. It looks fun. (laughs) Looks doofy. And then we, uh, the fun, uh, yeah, but that's all we have for TV. And Marvel casting news-wise, um... the rumor of Darren Radcliffe being um, Wolverine is still spiraling because he was like, I haven't been approached yet. He wouldn't be able to say if he was. Yeah, hey, I haven't been approached yet, but it's cool that they want me to play him because I'm short and scruffy. And I'm okay with that. Dude, he would be he would destroy that role in a good way. He would knock it out of the park. 
I'm pro for this. I'm very pro. Uh, WandaVision isn't getting a season two. No shit. No, no. Fucking, <laughs> no, doy. Like, well, uh, Oscar Isaac wants to be Wolverine. Why? I don't know. I hate that. <laughs> he came out and he said, he's like, yeah, I still want to play Wolverine. He's like, I wanted to play Wolverine originally because I'm short and he's short because that's like the only thing that they talk about. Also, I think he would do good. But he's like, yeah, he's like, and then I got Moon Knight and I'm into it. And I'm like, sounds like you want to do Wolverine. <laughs> but, hey, man, I'm excited for Moon Knight. It looks wacky. Sorry. I was... Oh, and also they're taking heroes out of the city. That's Moon Knight who... now takes place in London. Oh, uh, yeah. And then, obviously, Miss Marvel takes place in New Jersey. Yeah. She-Hulk will likely still take place in New York. New York. I think Echo will take place out of New York because yeah. she's going to want to leave. Yep. Um, what's the other? Ironheart will take place in and around Wakanda and then wherever else she goes because she starts in Wakanda because she... she's going to start in Armor Wars. Yes, but Armor Wars is international, so it's fine. Yeah. And uh, even if she doesn't start in Armor Wars, even... but her main book because she's, um, she's from Chicago also. Yeah, but she goes to Wakanda for... Um... In the movie in the show. No. In the comics, yeah. She no, she doesn't. No. Ever. What are you about? Never. I thought her first appearance, she was in... Um... Iron Man. She's... Yeah, I thought she was in Wakanda making the armor, and then Tony was like, what no, the fuck? No, she's in Chicago. She's from MIT. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't read Iron Man. Yeah, no, she was in... Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I was reading Ms. Marvel, and Bruno goes to Wakanda, and he's teaming up with all these other kids yeah, she, that are uh, making cool she's never, robot shit. She's so never been in Wakanda. <laughs> Whatever, man. She's, uh, she just... She's steel. Yeah, pretty much. But she's like, uh, well, kind of. Tomorrow. Sounds like she's just steel. Well, that's the putting her in Chicago makes it sound like she's just steel. I know, but that's where that's <laughs> the city I'm thinking of. That's where they will put her in. You know what I mean? That's why. I, I mean, probably you want to get her. You want to keep her in a city so you can make it easier to film things. Oh, dog. And you want to get her out of New York, but she can fucking fly. You want to get her out of yeah. New York because you know too many people are in New York. I get it. Spider Man's in New York, but he's probably going to Boston to be with his buddies. If he has any buddies left, <laughs> he's gonna go make them his buddies. And then we're going to get Ned Leeds Hobgoblin, baby. It's coming. No, it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, we, we, we love you, Serena. We do love you, Serena. It's just, it's just so funny. <laughs> I just hope they do it right. What, Ned Leeds Hobgoblin? If they do it wrong, it's going to suck. Ned Leeds Hobgoblin? he's the CEO of sex. Oh, you don't know the meme? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a meme that came out with... He I... had, like, headshots recently. Oh, not recently. Like, like a year and a half ago. And people just put CEO of sex as the caption, and then it became a huge meme. Like, And now people want the CEO of sex movie to come out with Jake Battleon. And I'm like, okay. Like, no. <laughs> CEO of being Hobgoblin. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like, what? No, I don't I don't like any of that. Do we have any more news to talk about? We have one before news. Before we get to our news slash topic. Yeah, that's our news slash topic. All right, you get into it since you have all the information. Yay! You actually pulled it up. Yes. So, a uh, new creative first digital platform, uh, publishing platform, wants to fracture Marvel and DC duopoly. This world is a new, uh, will be a new streaming platform for digital comics. Um, Similar to Comicsology and Webtoons. Yes. Uh, we just use those as kind of our Terrific. basis. Yeah. Um, I'm quoting a lot of this from uh, Newsrama or CBR. Um... It's plans to provide comic writers and artists a centralized platform tailored to an idiosyncratic, tailored to the idiosyncrasies of the comics format and industry. Um, what they want to do involves streamlining many factors of creating and maintaining comic book IPs. According to this world, far from just making their own comics, creators to step into their own pub, step in as their own publishers, business managers, 
and fan club presidents. That's the world's goal is to provide these services to the to the top creators in the digital comic industry in a way that works best for them, allowing them to focus their work on making comic books. Um, the Awakens is one of the first books that they're putting out. Who's the team? Uh, Anybody we know? Yes, longtime industry writer, editor, and executive Alex Seguaria is co-writing The Awakened, one of this world's upcoming titles, praises the company for giving its talents, uh, its creative control, talent creative tour over their schedules, uh, interaction with fans, and uh, uh, sorry, crucially, intellectual property rights for the characters they create. The only way I would pitch is if it came out physically at some point, because I'm a big physical guy. Yep, it ain't like doing that, though. being physically made. I understand kickstarting your career is one thing, getting we'll a get smaller to, We will get we'll to get this one, sorry. But, like... Them not at least right now. They're not having physical presence is really bothering me to pitch. Speaking of talents, this world again this quote all quoted yeah, yeah, from yeah. the drama. Um, speaking of talents, this world has assembled a roster of creators and announced the properties they they're published via the startup, which includes the Awakened, a superhero noir from Square and uh, Dean Koontz, uh, Michael Morse, uh, McCory, oh, and Michael Jason Murphy. He's good. Uh, Boom Pow, a sci-fi sci smash em up from Amanda Connor and Jim Palmiotti. Oh God. <laughs> all the worlds are reimagining of the other world saga by uh, film Phil Jimenez and oh, several Phil Jimenez, dude. Yeah, I know. Um, so, as read as much as part of uh, business models creators, according to the announcement, the platform's creators will be able to directly reach their audience ha without having to work against ever reaching algorithms or potential shadow banning that creators often potential shadow it banning like, that creators often face on other platforms. It sounds like OnlyFans. So, but with comic books. More I, than Subscribestar or... Not Subscribestar, oh my god. Substack. Oh, yeah. Like, what the hell was that? Yeah, I, I think Subscribestar is another porn one. Or it might be another <laughs> comic one. I think I just outed myself. Um, I was thinking uh, of Substack. I was too, like, too, too many S's in alliteration. Uh, you're like, mm, porno, what? <laughs> I'm talking about OnlyFans, but... I know. Subscribestar, I think that's something. That sounds familiar. I'm going to look it up and be like, oh, it's porno. It's really good. Yeah, no, it's not bad. But it's like, 9.73 million in funding... This is why people like digital books. See, it can make $9.73 million. How many of that was from creators and their friends? <laughs> How many of that is actually people who are going to buy the books? Yeah, so, uh, we're talking about comics in the digital oh, age. Oh, Tomasi's in it, nice. Yeah, so we're talking about comic books in the digital age. And we're kind of spinning out of this news. And the biggest thing we're seeing lately is that there's a major divide in whether the idea of digital comics can still continue to work nowadays. Um, and really, Carl, especially with the Zest World, uh, Carl, I, especially with the Zest World um, kind of platform, because Zest World kind of wants to be like a uh, like a. They want to be Substack. Yeah. It, no. No. They want to be. Well, it says right here. They somewhat along the lines of Substack. Yeah. A free sub gets you creator talk with a seven dollar a month and a two hundred and forty nine dollar a month subscription level, getting you the comics and every even more goodies, respectively. So. And they say there's no shadow banning creators, so if your book isn't popular, you're not going to like disappear from your people's feeds like YouTube or right, which I get. Like. Which fair, that's fair. That's, that's, that's just good business. Fucking um, social media marketing, yeah. managing. So, uh, what it comes down to is why do we have two copies of this book here? Oh, I didn't know you grabbed them for yourself. I yeah. grabbed them for you. <laughs> <laughs> I grabbed them for you. I was like, why do I have like two of them? <laughs> um, so the biggest thing we're going to talk about is kind of the idea of how comic books work in the digital age now, uh, especially today. Um, and compared to like things like when I'll talk about things like when I was younger or even when I was in college, mm -hmm. um, so we see this rise of things like Substack uh, and now Zest World coming oh, out. Oh, that's what this Arc Athena is. Yes, I've been seeing this all over the place. I thought it was coming out physically. I, I follow Kaneda on um, Instagram. Right. I didn't know he was doing this for Substack. So. Oh my God, Zest World. Look at me go. Zest World. 
Weird name, by the way. Zest World. I don't know. It sounds like it's like a Mexican restaurant. It does, actually. I was like, Zest World. I'm hungry. Welcome. <laughs> it's like, oh, we have tacos for half off on Tuesdays. All right. <laughs> but the zestiness. Um, so I think the biggest thing that we, we're seeing is that this idea of almost like a mix between a social media platform and a comic book driven website. Mm-hmm. Um, we see that we saw that with what DC Infinite tried to do before it became the, <laughs> the DC Infinite, yeah. which it actually was really good at that point, and then this fell apart and became just mm-hmm. BS, uh, a particularly comic thing. And now, like, Substack is doing that, and now Zest World. Um, but what we're seeing a lot of it is that it's really being founded by big name creators that don't need this, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like, with Substack... Being... I understand trying to gather audience members by having, like, Alex Segura and Paul Miotti and Kanata and Tomasi. I understand having them to bring people in, but this doesn't show me the creative freedom and new creators that they're essentially promising. Right. And they're I... like, we're going to get people you don't fucking know of. But I understand, like I said, you want to get money. It's a business. It's business. You want to get money first. You want to get people to subscribe. Yeah. You, you want your percentages, like Patreon. Yeah. You need people people know. Yeah. Having Tomasi and Mordecai and stuff like that. Yeah, of course. It's good to have names. Yes. That's but why Scott Snyder has a comicsology thing. Yeah. Zdarsky does comicsology. Yeah. I get it. Well, and we'll get to what comicsology kind of means. That's, Dude, Captara Volume 2 yeah. just got announced to come in physical form because, one, it's a sequel to a book Chip Chipper did, yeah. and two, because it's Chip Zdarsky. He's hot shit right now. Yeah. So so that's the thing. So with this, uh, I'll use this world because like, clearly they have a huge lineup. Yeah. Um, Their website's already up, by the way. No, no. Um, that I knew. I just didn't care. Yeah. Um, well, that's nice. <laughs> hey, you get a career. It says careers. So... James, you want to be an editor? <laughs> yeah, well, yes, yes, I do. Actually, I may apply. Oh, they're looking for artists. We know some artists. I, Send it to, um, Calest? Calusit? Oh, the ones doing the... I don't know how to pronounce the, the, the uh, handle. Yeah. 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 Send it to them. Um, so, the biggest thing is that these are creators that don't need the platform to do it for. Like yeah. again, again, we we've talked about this before, and we talk about this now. Like the idea that these guys are using this platform as a business, business people are going to bigger people, going, "Hey, promote our our platform." I just think the price point one is very ridiculous. Seven bucks a month, not too bad. No, seven bucks a month for a, a meet and greet and a comic book, not bad. The two hundred forty dollars for extra goodies. Oh, the, the extra goodies. The extra goodies better be a fucking hand job Dude, by Scott Snyder. I follow. Like, um, I, I'm on the free version of uh, Substack. Okay. I follow Zadarsky and yeah. Scott Snyder. I get their newsletters. They talk I about just, what they're doing. They have one page. Like, hey, look, a page. But they don't I give just, me the full issue. I just If you do $7 a month, it's like... Oh, I can just wait for Bleeding Cool to tell me. Or I can just pirate it because you just gave me all my pirated resources. Shh, don't pirate things. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm very anti-pirate. But like, that's, that's all. I'm going to get mm-hmm. to the, the pitfalls of digital yeah. comics in a second. Uh, a little bit later on. But the idea of like having these big creators... Here we go. As a creator, Zestworld allows you to publish comics via email and the web and get paid directly by your fans. As a comic fan, Zestworld gives you the ability to support your creators directly. It's literally just... OnlyFans. No, well, yes, OnlyFans, but Substack. Except yeah. you're getting full issues similar to Comixology. Because while you do get full issues on Substack... It's not guaranteed it's, either. It's also not a platform that is has like a readable. It's like literally just pictures. This seems like it's going to be an integration between Substacks subscribing and Comixology's platform, old platform yeah. when they were with Amazon. Yeah, so, <laughs> we're talk about their new platform. Yeah, we're we'll on a second. We got some work. Um, that's the whole thing. So like, it's I think we get what they're doing, but the problem then comes down to why are these creators just going to like a dark horse or an image or wherever because they have the name. The Palmiotis don't need this. You know what I mean? No. 
The podcast can literally go up to DC and be like, hey, we want an imprint to do our story. Okay, cool. Here you go. Probably. <laughs> we'll go to Image. Hey, we want to do the story. Cool. Okay. You know, there's they, they, they're not hurting for this. There really needs to be the problem with the comic books, and I think the, the biggest problem, the, the currently big, the biggest problem that the digital comics face is that they're trying to make it more like a social media expansion than comic books. Like, this, is, this is comic Twitter, literally. Right. By definition, comic Twitter. Right. You can follow some. You can follow your people, see what they post, see when they post, read their stories. Which is crazy. But then you look at things like Substack, which is like, oh, hey, we're just going to get a page of our book this week. And that could be your actually part of your monthly subscription. Well, it is. That's what I'm saying. Like, part of your monthly subscription. They don't have to give... So, I'm going to use... Um, what story was it? Oh, fuck. What series from Substack did they say they were going to do that? One of Hickman's books was like, yeah, you... Oh, that weird thing that he made with, like, 17 people? Yeah. it's Each issue may not be a full issue. It may just be a page or a panel. That's the entire issue. Yeah, the entire month of content will be like, here's a page. Yeah. Here's Tinny Howard talking about magic. Right. Like, for $7, I don't want you telling me about magic. Give me a freaking issue. I can go to my local shop, spend $2 less, and get a full but 32 James, pages book. It's the cost for a month. It's the cost of two weeks of comics or two comics in one week. Or I can come down and buy two comics in my hand and have a full 32-page colored series in my hand. Or sometimes black and white, but yes. Sometimes depending on especially about the book. Sometimes black and white, but yes. <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean? Like it's 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 so hard and, and as and, and I'll say this as a retailer, I have a big problem with it as a retailer. Oh we'll get to the retailer standpoint later. I'll get a little bit later. We're gonna talk about everything digital. Explore. That's the topic if you weren't paying attention. Like uh, but yeah, so like you see like this idea of digital comics and Again, like uh, the one of the biggest, the biggest negatives part of it is the idea of even digi- even owning the property itself, whether whether you have ownership over the property or not. I was actually talking to a customer the other day about it. Cause they were talking about the um, what the hell? Um, oh, they were talking about Marvel. I was. They were talking about uh, a customer asked me about digital comics in the store actually yesterday, last it's night. Because last we had night. demons is coming out, and then the Marvel Unlimited books got solicited. No, no, he was actually Green. he was actually talking about, about he asked me about the idea of digital comics. He goes because he actually he oh it's cool your opinion yeah because he's oh it's cool like comics come out every week. He goes I thought digital comics would hurt it because he hasn't been reading comics for a long time. He just got mm-hmm. back into it, and I'm like no, everyone kind of thought that was no, the idea. <laughs> everyone really thought that was gonna be the idea. Like digital comics, like honestly, like um, I'll use my example uh, from when I was going to college. So in college, that was starting the rise of, of the digital imprint for uh, Marvel uh, before it became Marvel Limited, and uh, Comicsology was like really around the uh, early to mid two thousands, because everyone assumed that digital comics was going to take over the because printers are dead media, right? And why, if you have your phones and access to the internet? You can't just get it all digitally. Why do you have to come to the store? And trust me, I understand if you're not near a store. I get that. You can be far away. When I lived in Pennsylvania, the closest store was 45 minutes away. Right. I get I, it. I get it. Again, there are small uh, positives to um, digital. Digital, And I will get to the, the one big positive, and I'll get to that a little bit later, and I'll say that a little bit towards the end so my, my entire rant's not negative. Um, <laughs> I'll is, probably intersperse with some, some lights. Right. But like the whole thing with um, everyone assumed that it would it would go like the print media would go away and that's what we aim for. And I can understand that we're going to a digital age. I right. get it. I get it. But, but the, this is comics as a whole as a medium. It is something that is to be read and to be printed. 
Dude, if, if you think comics are going away, what about fucking novels? Novels yeah. don't even have pictures. Novels just fucking words. <laughs> and you think and, and you think they're gonna go away before color pictures? I know, right? We have picture <laughs> books for kids. These could you could easily market these more towards children. Boombox does it. You could have. You can market some of this stuff towards children. Yeah. You can't really market novels towards kids. Right. And again, like the whole thing is like the idea of digital comics was there for convenience. Marvel did and Marvel's got a print it, you save money. Right. And that, that was the... And it's not even true, though. We're not distribute it, either. Well, that's not true, though. Remember, we learned... No, we know the... Dan and Dio and, and DC have come out, and not and there's no numbers attached to it, clearly. Uh, this was an article from 2004, 2000... Uh, sorry, like, around 2007, 2008, about digital comics. They said the only thing that they save on is printing. And that's not even... The amount of money they... They, they, they don't save on distribution? Not really. Because your partner's with your distributor half the time. Yeah, you probably pay them a small fee, and they get all your stuff. Or right. Vice versa. Yeah, exactly. The, what you what they because again you you really save on printing. Yeah. Yeah, because all your difference is like your whatever your writer gets paid, it gets to pay the same amount. Your yeah. artists get paid the same amount. It's your letters, your colors, they also get the same amount. So what if you're paying a Luciano because he started on the Marvel, uh, he started on the Marvel. Uh, he was on the Marvel DC digital stuff. Yeah, when he first started out and. Whatever his page rate was, was still would be a page rate if it got printed or in, in or in yeah. digital. It didn't matter. So you weren't saving money anywhere except for printing, and because printing is such a small cost in your big in the amount of money you're paying. Cool, you're saving two percent. Really, you're saving two percent or or whatever the actual amount. Out of a is. whole of a hundred percent, it's probably like seven to eight percent. Maybe I feel like printing. Maybe depending on because again, printers have deals because of bulk. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, man. I know that Valiant was opening up their own printing warehouse because of this kind of stuff way back in the day. Well, yeah. Comic Story did a whole piece on it. Valiant, uh, Valiant, Sister, Valiant Sister as a company has been great. Oh, bad idea. Woo-woo. <laughs> yeah, remember that? Remember that, guys? <laughs> we have one kicking around. I know, right? Wait, that, I think? Yeah, that we got in a collection that someone's... <laughs> like, oh, woo. <laughs> woo. We just don't know how to price it. <laughs> we're like, what do we do with this? Well, we we're going to sell it as a... A set. For, yeah, a set. Yeah, we can't fit it. It's fucking too big. It's, I fit them all in one. They're in there. That's oh, okay. They're in there. I wow. squeezed them oh, in, cool. baby. Um, no, I didn't damage the book, and they're not pushing against it. They fit fine. Oh, no. Like, you might just damage that. that <laughs> I super... put them in silver, I think. Dude, yeah, so. dude it's, it's ridiculous. That, that was a bad fucking time in comics, too. And they're uh, still not done. Uh, sure. They still got that final wave coming. Fucking, that was eight, what, eight dude, months ago? We real, <laughs> we called this when they first announced it. This yeah. is going to be more digital stuff, even though it's not really digital. Yeah. We called this. Look how many Valiant books are on the shelf now. Mm-hmm. They're running five books now a month, give or take. Mm-hmm. Go back four or five months ago, they were running two. Yeah. Bad idea gave them the money they needed to push the rest of this stuff over, like we said. Yeah. Whether or not the, the, the heads are still not. there, whether yeah. that's true or not, it comes off that way. Because now they're pumping out books like somebody's business. Yeah. Which is I, great. I'm happy for them. And again, it, it, comes down to, it comes out to this like, idea. Again, any business move that you make as a company, it's going to reflect in your fan, from your fan base and your sales. Oh, DC and Lunar, dude. People got pissed. Right. So they People look, still pissed. Yeah. They fuck up all shit. And retailers are pissed too. Yeah. <laughs> but again, like, look at the digital market. Look at the digital market. How many, how many people... I, I've had customers come in and go, I have... And again, the positives of, of having a digital company like a, like a Marvel Unlimited dude, or DC... I had Marvel DC. Unlimited for like four months. Yeah. I liked reading old stuff. Like, I read oh, most of, of the Iron Fist books. Yeah. But... Once I finished reading the six books I wanted to read, I unsubscribed and I deleted it. I don't need it anymore. And if I want to get them, I'll just buy them in. Fi- I'll just get them in physical. I stuff. uh, I had it in college. I get it, but I don't. Yeah, like, like <laughs> I, the the biggest like I I I've had customers come in, go, 
hey, I'm reading this. I've read this on Marvel Unlimited. Out of print catch-up stuff. Right. They're like, hey, I read this on Marvel Unlimited. Uh, now where do I go? Well, here is no issue. Oh wow, you have it all here. Yeah, because that was six months ago. Six months. I'm like, yeah, that's six months behind. Yeah. I guess what? I now that customer has a pull list here. Yeah, because they're like, oh shit, I gotta keep it up. Uh, Jay Rose did the same thing. Yeah. Sorry to out you full name, first name, last name. I apologize. <laughs> but uh, I just that's how that's what wow. I call him. Um, you have to you have to say the, say the whole it's name. It's the full name. Some of these people have full names. Yeah, like some of these people have full you have names to people. say the full name. Some of them are nicknames. Some of them are last names. Some of them are full names. He's yeah. a full name guy. Yeah. So he started when Future State dropped. Yeah. He was like, I've been out of comics with me and my wife. We've been out of comics for a while, or fiance, girlfriend. I don't want to assume. Okay. Um, they've been out of comics for a while. They want to get back into it. Where's a great place to start? Oh, you can start at Future State, or you can start after Future State because it's essentially a small, soft reboot. Yeah. And then they read a little bit digitally on the DC Universe app to catch up. Yeah. And then they have a pull list and they get every DC book. Yes, yeah. Hellboy. So, like, it's a good I understand it's a good jumping out point. Yeah. A, my buddy absolutely. Chris, when he was buying books, <laughs> I'm a, hey, I love, I love the guy, but weird choice. He started with Marvel Unlimited and he read everything. Right. Catching up from like 2012 onwards. Yeah. He read everything. And then right when he was finished, he hopped on a pull list, started getting every book. Yeah. So it, it's a good jumping off it's, point it, for fans. And I, I agree with but that. The, the I, being I've, behind, having it be like... It, I like that aspect of it. Like it being, being behind. Because yeah. again, there are... Comixology, besides the originals, because that's whatever, if Comixology didn't release, like you can get most of the... Like, you can't get Marvel. Oh no, you can. What can't you get on Comixology? DC. DC. You can get Marvel and all these other books at the same... At, at launch. Yeah, plus which, the originals. Right. Which I hate. Or a day after or some shit like right. that. Marvel Unlimited, unless it's a digital only series, right. you're getting that stuff four to six months after, unless right. it's like a huge event. Like I think War of the Realms came out two months after. Right, because it was, it was huge. Event. Yeah, a huge event comes out faster. Especially if it's a movie tie in yeah. or like something that rolls around like a release. Yeah. They pump them out faster. Exactly. But it takes up to six months for some of these stories to come out. And sometimes it's just one issue. Yeah. They don't drop the whole thing. They drop one issue at a time. Yeah, they drop it like it would be released normally, yeah. which I like about it because it makes That's it... Marvel is the only one doing it right. Marvel and DC <laughs> does that too. Yeah, but DC Infinite does. It's just a bad. It's a bad platform. Now. It's all <laughs> it's it is. They, yeah, it's because they stopped caring about it after they dropped all the shows. From exactly. Them. Again, it also it worked really well when it was both. Yeah. Honestly, I was using the I, I used it all the time. Yeah. I, I read used, all of like Plastic Man and like Brave and the Bold. I watched stuff and the reading issue about something. Yeah. It was cool to give you recommendations, but that's the whole thing. Like it was very much. It was uh, six months and uh, the most recent stuff was six months old. Mm-hmm. I like that because what happened if you weren't collecting and you're like, hey. I want to start on Batman, and I... Uh, or issue 125. You're like, where's the start of the story arc? Or where's the start of the story I want to read? Or it's easy, especially stuff like being out of print. You know, I get that. Or, shop, or, your, or your local shop. Not all the He-Man it. books are basically out of print. Yeah. They're all on Disney. Uh, Disney. They're all on DC Universe. DC Unlimited, DC yeah. Infinite, whatever the fuck it's called. Infinite. They're all on DC's website. Or you can just buy it on the, buy the Omnibus yeah, like but, I did. But this one, people don't want to buy the $100 Omnibus. But or buy the omnibus and stop being a baby. <laughs> that's what I did. Dude. That's what I did. Preach the choir. I know. Um, you know the He-Man books are out of print. Yeah. Except for the two new ones, and then the uh, Dark Horse yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Revelations yeah. and no, it's uh, Multiverse and Injustice are still in print. I need Multiverse. Oh, and Thundercats is still in print. And yes. then Master mul- Universe just came out. Do I have Multiverse? Do I have Multiverse? Multiverse. Yes, I, I do have Multiverse. Yeah. Okay. I was like Thundercats is tied into the omnibus. Yes. Injustice. Okay. So, if you want to read those books, you need to find the omnibus. Find the singles, 
or scour for trades. super high price scalped versions trades, of yeah. like the trades that cost forty dollars for a twenty dollar book. Right, and I get that. I understand like that's the hassle of, of finding a book secondary market and trying yeah, to. Yeah, I it. get that. It's but that was time, always yeah. the idea of the fun of the hunt, and I get that. But also, I get the tools of comic books and being in digital age and using this as a tool to get you into books. To they're go good, forward. like you said. They're good jumping on points. They're yeah. good. I just caught up. I want to start something, or I'm too far behind. Let me catch up, then go start. Perfect example. So perfect example would be. I, I have a lot of people that come in that want to read Spider-Man, for example. Oh, everyone wants to read Spider-Man, dude. And I'm like, kids, kids yeah. are like, let's Spider-Man. Like, okay, right, <laughs> I, I want to read Spider-Man. Well, the story... We're on issue 900 or whatever. Well, no, the story, <laughs> well, the story on point for this would be issue 75 for this story arc. Oh, yeah, because that's, that's beyond. beyond. But then you have to buy the point PE. Well, that's fine. And that's not what... That's, not, that's whatever. That's fine. That has nothing to do with... It's, just, ever, it's just a lot. No, it's fine. Because what ends up happening is, let's say I have... 75, 76, but I don't have 77, 78, 79. Yeah, for, for customers, yeah. Right. So, but for kids, let's say this is... Well, this is, it's a bad, it's a bad example now. just because it's a weekly book. Most kids have iPhones and stuff. Yeah, no, so. but, but like I said... You know what I'm saying? Like, they could use... The oh, absolutely. Like, but what I mean is, it's a bad example for using Beyond, but like, if someone wanted to read stuff before Beyond, they're like, oh, well, it says 78. Do I have to read from them? Like, you don't have to, but I want to read from them one. Cool, I have one, six, nine, 27. 10, 11, 12, 13... 56 of my yeah. sp- of the current spot from Nick Spencer forward. You know, I'm just using examples. No, I don't no, know. I what think you're right. Like, I know. <laughs> I know we have issue one. Yeah. And then we have like issue 25. And yeah, because like, like everyone bought that run yeah. in the beginning. Um, so then it's like hard for the kid to like, oh, or even teenagers are like, oh, hey, but like you can go on Marvel Unlimited, catch up to Beyond and go, hey, I'm up to, I'm, I, Marvel Unlimited has only, it's not this issue. Do you have the rest of the Spider-Man run? Yeah. Yeah, here you go. You just caught up. Here you you go. caught up. Here you go. Here's You're six months behind. Here's thirty books because it comes out weekly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But like, <laughs> that's, that's Spider-Man. Like that's Spider-Man currently. And comics, currently. <laughs> um, but that's the whole thing. Like, it's it's like it's a great jumping on point, and I think that's what makes it such a good tool for jumping on point. And only, like Marvel and DC are the only ones who are really on top of things. Yeah. Yes, like I said, Comicsology does have the weekly releases. You can be weekly on Comicsology, but that's not a subscription. That is. Unless you have Comixology Unlimited, which is honestly hard to get, but now that it's not with Amazon, I don't think they have it anymore. Exactly. Because it was like Kindle stuff. Yeah. But Marvel Unlimited was like $4, $5, $10 a month, depending on like tiers or whatever, right. for every book in the arsenal. Comixology, unless they're the free versions, yeah. or you have like the Unlimited, you still have to buy most new books. So you'll pay... So you're still... So you'll pay three... It's, it's, I think it's like a dollar less digitally. I right, so... You'll pay a dollar less So instead of... So instead of Ghost Gage is... Ghost Gage is six a $6 book. It's a thickie. So $6 book, so you're paying $5 for a digital book you don't own. Yeah. Must be nice. So when they surprise take it off dude, the server... Dude, what if Comixology shuts down? Yeah. Or it might be. <laughs> oh. If Comixology shuts down because then of what? loss of subscribers, because of loss of contracts... money. Like, Guys, yeah. you'll remember, it's money. Scott Snyder will put all his books towards Dark Horse, like he did with this one, not because of anything that's happening in the industry, just because this what Dark Horse does. Yeah. So... So what happens? Like, do you lose that? Yeah, you're you losing lose your it. entire collection. You collect digitally. You're losing it all. Amazon's a little different. Amazon has like you bought it Kindle. Yes, if the server shut down, I totally understand. Yeah, that. yeah, it's a server it's, thing. It's, it's fucking Amazon. Yeah, it's a server thing. Yeah. Uh, and again, like if you shut down things or if things like that happen, you don't own it. It's gone. Mm-hmm. You don't. You can't go to your like a con and go here. Sign my you know fucking iPad. Like yeah, that's, that's Ant's biggest thing. Ant's like you can't take this and have it go get signed. Well, it's true. You sign my screen. That's true. People, I, actually, I got that from a combo group I was part of because they were talking <laughs> about about oh the rumor of like oh DC's closing and it's going to go over digital. Uh, oh, DC's closing and Marvel's going to buy oh, it. That's always my fucking favorite. shut up. Oh, that's my favorite rumor. <laughs> that will never go away. 
Uh, uh, but that's the whole thing. Like, I don't. But in the multiverse, it happened, and it's glorious. It's so, Amalgam always. <laughs> uh, Amalgam all day. By the way, a uh, little side tangent. If you find a copy of JLA Avengers and you find it as a scalper for $200, do not pay that scalper for $200 for that book. Tell them they're going to go fuck themselves. Yeah, man. Fuck With shit. a hard, hard fist in the ass. Big fist, though. In the because motto. if they're claiming that they're... Unless they're actually using money to go to like research and shit like that. Or they're donating it to Donating something. to something. There's no reason for them to no, scalp you. can't be you. on eBay and looking for a $300 version of a $30 book retail-wise or to yeah. a $100 book when it's signed or whatever. Right, because I... Um, I meant to bring this up last week when it came out. Um, we Midtown, had a couple copies. Midtown, yeah, we had a couple. They were gone. Midtown Comics did all their 100% of their profit went to Cancer Research. That's good. So if they upcharge it, that's fine. They did. It was 100 and, It was 149 through or $200 through Midtown. Yeah, but it all but, went away. Yeah, and they all went to Cancer Research. Yeah. So I'm like... It didn't go to some dude, greedy some pocket dude, who's you been saw, scalping them. You saw my post on Twitter? Dude, some guy was like, I got 30 copies. Yep. Because uh, he got them base price yep. somehow. And Some shops didn't upcharge. That's all. And it is. then he's like, "I got thirty of them, three hundred dollars a pop. Take them or leave it." I'm like, "Go oh, fuck yourself, dude." I hope George Perez fucking fist you. Like, get out of here. Some dude was like, some dude on Twitter was like, "Yeah, if you want to support George Perez, you'll buy these books from me." I'm like, "Go oh, fuck it." Like, are you are you are you, are you writing him a check at the end of this? Go like, here's gonna, the money. You're gonna give it to him. Like, are you? Because that, then, yeah, because then if you don't, uh, you're lying. If you give it to him, I'll buy that book right now. Yeah, but if you're giving him a check with my money on it. Yeah, you're not. Then go fuck yourself. You know, so that's my sad change. That's one to get that away. Um, but also, like I, like I said, I think the biggest problem I have with the the, the digital universe, or the digital frame currently in the era of of modern comics is that we have it as a it's a tool to be used for those that are behind. And I will get to yeah. the, the I, other big issues I have I, for it. I think we're a little biased because we're retailers. Even Not I didn't like be- I didn't like it even as a comic fan. I understand that. I like it enough. To where I, I understand it. certain people's pros and cons. But, like, as a retailer, I think it's fucking stupid. It's screwing over us who are trying to get these books out of people. Even if I wasn't a retailer, even when I was just a, 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 a consumer, because I was a consumer for years before this. You're still a consumer. I know, technically. <laughs> I, uh, I never found the... Because I, I did try it. Oh, I, I, but I'm sitting there, I was sitting in between class, I'm like, why am I reading this fucking book on my fucking phone? I can't see shit. Yeah, you had to zoom I mean, you know what I did? Open my backpack. I had to trade in my backpack. I'm gonna read the fucking trade instead. Mm-hmm. Um, Nothing beats a floppy. Yeah. Or a trade. Yeah. It just feels. It, it feels good in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like I said. I think the biggest problem that that it faces is that we have this new idea of what digital comics should be, and it should be like a mix between social media experience and a comic book. But what we're seeing is that like things like Substack is are giving you pieces of a comic book. And you're interacting, you're paying for a newsletter, pieces of a comic book, and interaction, and not a comic book. Mm-hmm. Like, and same thing with Zestworld. Seems like, again, I think you put it 100% right, is that it's comic book Twitter. Cool, I have comic book Twitter. It's called Twitter. Yeah. I follow Colin Bunn. I will be reviewing his book tonight. Mm. Also didn't realize he wrote the book, and I'm like, why is he promoting <laughs> this book so much? Uh, he must just like it. <laughs> he, uh, he just really likes Godzilla and Parents, I guess. Um... And I'm like, that's how I follow all these writers and artists. Yes, some of them left Twitter because they got because fans suck. Let's be fair, some fans suck. Mm-hmm. But like, you're leaving yourself open to the same thing on a personal life, and now they're paying to yell at you. That's yeah. the difference. You don't you, care. Your haters can still follow you. Yeah, you can ban them, but they're still gonna give you money and yell at you. And then yo, you can ban them. You can block them on Twitter too. Yeah, like just because you block me doesn't mean people aren't gonna see it. Exactly. 
So and then people can be like, I can't believe he blocked me. What a fucking pussy. And can't I'm paying him. Cheeks, and and I'm, I'm getting him money. Yeah. Like, that's what it's going to happen. It's going it's to. It's happening now at Substack. Yeah. People are like, I can't believe I. I mean, Scott is an example. I don't know if this is happening. Yeah. I can't believe I pay Scott Strader money. He does bullshit. Like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. like I get it. I get it. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, and again, we're fans. We're allowed our opinions. But if, if, if creators are banning and, and, and arguing with people, that you're allowed to ban people who are shitty. Yes, of course. I understand but that. Like, I, you, I, you I, can't expect to go to a different platform happened. and not expect them to follow you. Yeah, like they're gonna follow you. And if they're on Instagram. They'll follow you to Twitter. Yeah, they'll follow you to Substack. They'll follow kind you to OnlyFans. Like, they'll follow you to yeah. Zest World. Like, yeah, like YouTube doesn't like, matter. They'll follow you. <coughs> Haters are gonna hate. That's literally what the, the exactly. tagline is. Exactly. But there's nothing stopping hate, man. Yeah, hate is a like a very strong. Is, hate's fueled by fucking baby bullshit. Yeah, that's all they 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 definitely will follow you, and that's the that's the whole idea of like getting these big creators to these platforms is to their follow followers money. will come. Yeah, you they believe so. But the problem well, is, but the problem I mean, becomes. I, 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 I love Chip Zdarsky. I love. Right. I don't pay for his your, subscribe. That's thing, the whole thing. His but, Substack. But, but that proves my point. I'm though. the free version. Exactly. You went. You followed him Substack. And you had the opportunity to pay him. I was thinking about it. I was honestly it. thinking about it's it. Fine. And then he was like, "I'm just gonna release." And then All Nighter came out. Yeah. And then he's announced that Captara is coming out, and his other one, um, he's got another public domain is also coming out. Yeah. I'm like, so I'm glad I didn't spend my money monthly to see one page a week, maybe. Yeah. I'm just gonna buy it when it comes out physically. Exactly. And I understand, like, you know, hustle. If, I, if it happened to me, if I was Ships of Dark Skin issues, I would say yes. Right. Print my book, please. They're giving More, you, it's, it's double the, income. Right. I get that. I get it from as a yeah. creator. That's why I, I understand Scott Snyder's point. You know, no, they're the problem with Scott Snyder. No, 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 no. I mean, like, money. Oh, yeah, money, Him money, as a creator. Yes, money. He wants the contract. He gets the money. money. He gets the printed money. I get money. it. Money, money, money. I, I love green. money. I, I Am I greedy? No. Do I like money for work I do? Yes. Absolutely. That's how things work. <laughs> yeah. So the thing when it comes to... So I'll move on to the point of where I think the, the contention lies between... Well, no, go back to what you were saying about how I had the opportunity to subscribe to Zdarsky and I didn't, oh, yeah. like... Right, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so you had the opportunity to subscribe to Zdarsky and with the free idea, you still got content that you oh, wanted. I saw, like, one page every month. Right, and you still got to interact with them on your... Yeah. Still thing. And then, guess what? The book came out in print and you still bought the book in it's print. It's essentially just a glorified newsletter. Right. I follow Ryan K. Lindsay's newsletter. Yeah. Uh, he's done, like, Black Beacon and uh, Everfrost and stuff okay. for, like, Black Mask and Heavy Metal. And I knew Everfrost. Like I heard it. I remember yeah. the, uh, And Everfrost. he's doing the Speed Republic right now okay. for Mad Cave. I follow him and he talks about, like, his process and stuff. That's, that's a free... Like, it's free. It's like what Ant uses for um, his thing. Task Monkey? Is that what it's called? That sends things out. It's a newsletter. Oh, the, oh my God! Something, something. Yeah, it's what the system uses. Yeah, like what our task chimp. It's it's, it's, it's it's a type of monkey or chimp or something. Right? Know, it's, it's an email. It's a blast email type of thing. Yeah, it's a bulk email. Yeah. Uh, Essentially, that's what it is. You sign up for the newsletter and they send that over to you. Tenny Howard has one. Yeah, so uses that often. Zadarsky had one and then he shot it over to that and it's free. Yeah. Uh, Jason Aaron has one. Beard missives. Right. But follow Scott Snyder's. But, but they're free. Yeah, those are the free ones and they give you essentially what they're like. What they're, what they're doing. Yeah, so like there's no point of hey, paying you. Hey, my book just got announced. Hey, go buy my book. Right, there's no week. point of paying you when you're doing it if you're going to give it for free. If you if there's only an option to get for free, if there's only a paid option, I probably wouldn't do it. No. The reason why I want, if there's only a paid option, you're like, what, for you to tell me this book's coming out? Cool, I'll wait till the end of the month when solicitations come out Dude, then. Dude, most people on OnlyFans make a free and a non-free account. Yeah. They have the free uh, account. By the way, I love how campaign is OnlyFans. Because that's what it is, OnlyFans for comics. I know. Zest World especially, because they're or, trying to integrate social media into it. Or it's OnlyFans. Yeah, you can, you can definitely do comic books on OnlyFans. Yeah. Patreon used to do comics like that, and so did, um... Oh my god, there was another one that came before OnlyFans that was popular. Um, I don't know. 
Is it some sort of it was, right, it, was, it was right before Patreon. Is, is it some sort of secret porn thing that I don't know about? And it like, wasn't used for porn, but some people did use it for porn. It wasn't made for porn, like OnlyFans. OnlyFans seems more like a porn thing. No, oh, actually, the history, the secret history. I I, I watched a video about this, yeah. the origin of OnlyFans, and it, it wasn't like, porn. It wasn't porn. No, but then it became popular because they didn't have like terms of service and stuff like that. Yeah, it's all right. So, you know, oh man, I lost my fucking OnlyFans track. Oh, the free, the free, mm-hmm. not free. You can pay them six, seven, fifteen, twenty dollars a month. To get well, all hard, their yeah. to get all their stuff, and then obviously the PPV stuff is a little bit more expensive. But you get their feed on the free stuff. Are we talking about OnlyFans? This is the Bella, uh, Bella Thorne had a um, the scandal, and then it got put on Twenty Twenty. Yes, there's a Hulu she, special. Yeah, because she made a million dollars overnight. Yeah, because she's a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, and, and and again, and a couple of them were fakes, which was funny. Yeah, but but, no, but going back to that, like yeah. She doesn't have a free one, not to my knowledge, anyway. But, like, there are f- people who have free versions yeah. where you get, like, one post that you get to see stuff, and then it's, like, pay for the rest or go to my main one where I have all of them for a set amount of money. Right. So you have the free version of Substack where you get, like, the monthly newsletter, a page or two, and then you have the paid-for Substack, which gives you five to six pages, a whole issue, three books at once. Like, it's... Yeah, it's true. And you pay I, for what you you know you, you get. get, and I think that I think that's what it is. I don't, I don't mind the interaction thing because I'm like but interaction's you, cool. But you have things like Twitter you can do that for, yeah. or like Facebook or Instagram. But Twitter's public. This is private. Who cares? Unless no, you unless you privately would tell a, a fan to blow you. It, it, it's, like, it's like that whole like so celebrities and comedians got into this whole like text me thing. Like this app came out where it's yeah. like you use this text, but they don't get your actual number. They get this line. It's number, like WhatsApp. But it, yeah, but it comes directly to your phone. Yeah. So you can text like. Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura, a lot of comedians did it yeah. because it was fun. But, like, it's it's blanketed. Yeah. 50 Cent had one, I think, and they were all blanketed messages. They were auto-replies where it's like, they'd be like, hey, I'm a big fan. He'd be like, thanks, peace, love, here's my new track. He'd blast it out to everybody like yeah. a newsletter. Yeah. This is, this is what it is. And, like, again, I so get... you can text them directly. Cool. You have Twitter for that. Unless yeah. they have themselves private. Yeah, which, again... Which most creators don't. Yeah. Again, because their fans are there. Yeah. You know, so and I get, I get as a creator trying to make extra money. Absolutely. Oh, I if if we had the opportunity, dude, I would, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not income. I'm not against digital comics. I'm, I'm not against digital original comics. Yeah, I'm against redistribution afterwards. Right. In the fact of the retailer's point of view, as a creator, even okay. well, as a creator, it's different. Uh, cause it's a very different thing when you're a creator, but like. As a fan, like the as problem, a fan and as a retailer, so I'll yes. use so I'll use we uh, we uh, we have demons as an example because oh, that this week yeah Scott Snyder Greg Capullo good stuff Dark Horse <laughs> it's a good book I don't care <laughs> it's a good book I don't care it's a good book because there's <laughs> because Snyder's answer was this helps retailers does it though I was like where is this does helping retail you it's are, a five dollar book it's a five dollar yeah, to be fair it's a thicky yeah but you released it on Comicsology already. You released on Comicsology months ago. Right. The whole story's already done. It's three issues. It's yeah. already done. So why? It's been out for. The third issue's been out for like months. Yeah, so why are you releasing now? Like, uh, singly. I get what you're trying to do. Okay, sure. I don't like that <laughs> layout. <laughs> the layout's not good, but like, sure, it's five issues. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if we get to there. Um, I, the biggest problem Not we have demons. No, different no, no, things. Different things. Ooh, the art's good, though. Uh, but that's the whole thing. We have demons. Like, the idea of it being a digital. A digital first, a digital sorry, a digital first, and then being printed secondary doesn't make sense, because the line goes: the fans that really want this book will get it from 
comicsology. Because they're huge fans of Scott Snyder. They want everything up to date. Right. They want to they talk to him now. about it when they meet him. Yes. They know where his stores are, so they talk to him every week. Like so they, he's, they need you know, it now. Or they're in his uh, workshop. Right. That he has. Or, or his class. the rest of the <laughs> rest of the freaking comic war goes, uh, when is coming on print? Well, we don't know. Originally, he didn't know if they were coming to print. He originally said that it likely wasn't. Right. And then people because were like... comicsology didn't say, yeah, we're going to do this because they and usually he, put it and in. And fans went... Berserk. Dude, some of our customers were like, that's fucking dumb. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I want to read it. Well, go to Comicsology. Like <laughs> but, like, but, like, go to Comicsology and buy my book. Why? Why can't you just have it in my store? Yeah, I why can't I weekly? put it in my collection? So, a lot of the people, like, I understand, like, me as a fan. Yes, I have 20 long boxes. That's not a lot. I'm not flexing. <laughs> I love how you had to put that there for a oh, second. because I, 20. Oh, yeah, 20 is huge. No, it's <laughs> really not. It's really not. Compared to some of the shit we've seen. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking who is it, Irv? Yeah. Oh my god, dude. That's that's. He much. gave us twenty, that's, and he that, still has like hundred more. That's two months worth of work. That was. He gave us more than twenty. That, that was me coming in every week. Going, I hate my life. <laughs> For a long time, I was like, I have to go through the own boxes. I hate this. So the same. Absolutely. I'm so never. Yeah, so twenty isn't a lot, but having twenty long boxes and going, I want to increase my collection. Yeah. I want to get Ghost Cage. I want to get. Quad walls. I want to get Reckoning War in singles. Put them in my thing. I want to get We Have Demons. Oh, it's a digital only? I can't add it to my huge collection of comics. Yeah. I can't add it to my wall of trades. Yeah. I, can't I have it. to add it to my digital marketplace. Yeah. Again, God forbid, uh, let's say Comicsology closes tonight. Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm just using it now as Now that you said it, there's a multiverse that happened. Yeah. And it shuts down. Then what happens to your collection? It's gone. Yep. Wiped out. It's gone. Gone in a second. Which is why I understand why Dark Horse teams up with comicsology or vice versa Which, again, to put stuff in print so but that, that we can have this yes. but not every book does but why it's even, only the big ones But and, and this is where my argument comes down to Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo do not need comicsology to do this no I understand why in this scenario why yeah. they have it is because they got they got a, a contract for eight books to put out yeah. I get that as a business going hey we're giving you we're going to offer you this the problem is Scott Snyder wouldn't be where he is if it wasn't for retailers pushing his American Vampires or pushing Witches, because mm-hmm. he was a failed novelist before those two books. Mm-hmm. You know, he was nobody. He did Severed and he did The Wake, and those were like okay. okay. American Vampire was the DC book. And yeah. So it was American Vampire, Vampire. but and then American Vampire and Witches were the what got his name out there because yeah. what it was. It was comic book retailers and and fans and 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 employees this saying, "Hey, good. this book is good. Read, read this, this book." Yeah. And guess what? That created more buzz around him. Guess what? The more the physical book sold... DC, DC gave him um, Detective Comics run before yeah. he took over for New 52 and it relaunched. Exactly. He did and Swamp Thing as well, I think. Or that's for New 52. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm like, that's what made you... And again, I'm only using Scott because the book's in front of me. Yeah. Um, and that's the problem I have with this. He's a huge creator. He doesn't need it. You don't need it. People like... Um, me Kay or Lindsay. you. Well, no, we don't have anything out there. Well, no, well, Lindsay. Well, Propose. People like, um... Well, not Propose now. He's writing fucking Marvel. She's just now. Doesn't His matter. His first issue just came out this week. Oh, yeah, sure. He's in, um... Electra, He's right? in Electra. Yeah. He just got his first thing. No, I know. Like, you but, know but you know what I mean. Slack. But no, but, you, but he's in Marvel now, so you know... Yeah, what's in the big two? Going, so. Yeah, what's in the big two? You're good. <laughs> um, but that's... When I say me and you, I mean things like me, you, um, smaller creators that are just, like, are in the indie circuit... Putting out their first or second book finally. Yeah. We're not know. even getting their book. They're only getting Kickstarter. Right. Those are the people that need comicsology, that need places like Zest World to exist. The problem is now having these big creators there, you're now 
doing the same things you were doing yeah, like in the physical world on the, the digital world. world. I was looking at the Zest World thing. The creator, to, to add yourself as a creator, it's yeah. a wait list. I put myself on there. To add yourself as a creator, it's a wait list. Like, so they have like Tomasi and Segura and all this stuff coming in like oh, Jimenez like this is cool we got all these creators and the, the the small creators like me you propose Lindsay they have to wait now on a wait list to get in why wouldn't you I understand launching big I get it I get it but why wouldn't you also be like and here's six fucking randos and six rando artists right why not have rando teams like me you and fucking um Francisco why not have us put what, our book on well, there? why saying, not reach out to I'm, people I'm not, who don't have it I'm not just saying like oh, just using us but I'm just, I just use us as example because that's what we're yeah. in but like that's the whole thing like looking at Looking at people that yeah, are... Yeah, us was an example, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. Like, we're an example of... Because the thing is, the problem was always trying to get a book published was monetarily, it's a hard road for writers. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. For artists, it's hard to find a writing a writer to team up with you and finding the that right dynamic that wants to pay you, that can pay you. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, finding a story you both want to work on and then getting it printed and, and, and you're fighting against... A wall full of comic books, and you're a tiny fish in a, a, a huge ocean. And digital content was the way to go. You going on to Kickstarter, and you going on to Comicsology, you going on to Webtoons, right? And but now you have these big ass creators going, no, 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 fuck you, chew here, Substack, right? No, no, fuck you, Comicsology original a contract book, right? Like they're like, you don't need it, book contract, like you don't need this, no. You have you they, already. To be fair, they approached Scott. I don't think Scott went. No, I, I, I no, I get that. <laughs> they I, approached I, him. No, I get that. But that's the. <laughs> He's just our only example. I'm not even just Scott Snyder, but any big person that goes to Comicsology as an original content creator is like, you don't need this, dude. Scott has a ongoing independent book in the biggest market, Image Comics Noctera. Yeah, that is a. Image is the biggest independent publisher, and he has an ongoing right. that already had like a he one has shot. Two ongoings. What's this? oh which on, is, but, but no on Discovery Country, oh yeah, but is that still going? That's, yeah, it is. Really? Yeah, it's gonna break to do this. Oh, okay, I was like, that's, that's yeah, you know, Noctera is still coming. Noctera, he has two. He, witches is coming back. He has witches, so witch is coming back, but he has Undiscovered Country and Noctera. All for Image, Both. all three for Image. Yeah, <laughs> and his now he books, has Dark Horse. Three books to the biggest independent company in the world, comics company, where there are people that are. Ba- like, are, I, I, it's crazy if you look at the people whole, are battling it out to get to where he is, and he's pumping out three plus eight on a on a platform he doesn't need to be on. No, but like there are people that are trying and putting themselves in debt to make their dream happen, and they're getting looked over because Scott Snyder is there. In I the would room. love to have him talking with us. I don't I, I don't want to come off as malicious or no. Or, again, I, again, I use him as, any hate. No, I use, use him as an example because he's the biggest name we know that's done this. Right, and, and it's not even just him. I, I, I Plus was, he's local. I, well, not even just that. Like, I use him as an example because it, it's not just him. I use, I would say Sadowski. I would say... Whoever had the contract. Anybody. Yes. I would, not, even just, not, even just with, not even just with Comixology, but in general. Like, why are you guys on these platforms where you don't have to be? Mm-hmm. There is no reason, like, with this world. Why is Palmiotti's why are they even on Zest World? They can literally take that book and go, image, print my book for me. They're like, absolutely. Because they know they, they can sell at least fucking 100,000 cop- 100, copies of that book. Unless this was something they've been trying to pitch and they just haven't gotten But there's no reason. Possible. Where? Wh- who's well, maybe not- they only wanted to pitch it to Image because they're like, yeah, Image is the only one that pays the best page, right? Which so I get. I get on the other side yeah. of it being creative and if trying to figure out you're huge and you want money. But you're, you're huge. These aren't like little guys or like, and none of those names that we read off for Zest World were not unknowns. I don't know who Segura is, but I've, I've recognized his last name. I recognize the comedian. From, yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, I, I thought that immediately. I'm like, Tom yeah. Segura's doing a comic book. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in this world. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> but I was like, he's done independent books before. Yeah. All these guys have done independent books for Image or for Dark or Horse Or just already. done DC books. Or, yeah, or done big... Palmiati. Yeah. Tomasi. Uh, Jimenez. Jimenez, dude. <laughs> like, they've done Marvel and DC books. I'm like, where... I get you want to branch out and do independent stuff and create our own stuff. I get that. You want to live in the day where it's Especially, 90s. But nowadays where Marvel doesn't pay their creators jack shit to or, use it in a movie. I understand. Yes. It's a work for hire. I get it. Yeah, I, yeah, but I get you that made too. the Winter Soldier. Why didn't you get more for the, the, the cameo you made? No, exactly. Like, I know. That, that I get shit? that. I, and that I, I get that. And also, it's, again, it comes down to like, I want to do more creator own stuff. And I get that. But look at the fucking landscape, man. Dude. If you want to do creator own stuff, pitch to the small companies. Yeah, Dude, let, that, if, that, it, if but, I was in Scott Snyder's shoes, disregard the contract. The contract that he was offered. Yeah, disregard. Yes. If I was in Scott Snyder's shoes and I wanted to do an indie book, start with Image. Start with people that start with the top because you can. Sure. True, if true, if true, they say they're true. too busy, if you already have six books there, like Cullen Bunn when he puts out twelve books in one one publisher, <laughs> exactly. did not realize he wrote this. Like, if I was Scott Snyder, I'd pitch to SourcePoint. I'd pitch. To before Action Lab got bad, Action Lab. Yeah. I'd pitch to the very not the very small. I'd pitch to the smaller guys. Yeah. To be like these guys matter too. Yeah. None of the huge guys pitch to SourcePoint. I understand why you go Image because you you pitch to you Image shoot for take, stars. That, yeah. I get that. Shoot for the stars. We pitched to Image. Yeah. Fuck it. We got but because fuck it. Why not? Yeah. We pitched to Dark Horse. We pitched to everybody. We pitched to SourcePoint. Yeah. We pitched to everybody. Yeah. Like Again. pitched to everybody. Sure. But like, let's say Image. Takes your book. Awesome, cool. But yeah. let's say Image says, oh no, we got one coming out, our slate's busy. Don't wait. Pitch to Dark Horse next. Yeah. Pitch to SourcePoint. Pitch yeah. to AWA. Pitch to Vault. Get these smaller publishers, bigger, and then look what Cullen Bunn and a bunch of those people did for Aftershock. Aftershock well, was started I, a little they, bit They're not the Cullen Bunn business anymore, apparently. <laughs> I think we th- we think that's, that's the rumor, and I think as we're we through it. Look at Oni Press. Yeah. Those companies started out small, doing yeah. weird books, now licensed titles, not uh, Aftershock, Oni Press. Yeah. No, Oni but you got Cullen Bunn. Rose Boom up. did that. Boom, Boom. for a long exactly. time was like yeah. licensed properties only. Yeah. And now they're fucking huge. Yeah. You know, you so. Starts, you pitch to the small guys, and then you grow. But like, they even, grow. But that's the thing. Like, even with. No one's going to see my book. But No, if Scott Steiner's doing a source point book, I'm going to pick it up. But even, and again, not even using the big creators. Like, there is no need for them to even do that. You are already there. You want to do a book? Use your connections because you damn sure have them. Go to Dark Horse. Go to Image and put it out there. Because guess what? Your fans are definitely going to fucking read it. Because mm-hmm. you know what's happening? All you're doing is clogging the entry just around the big stars. And there's no new... T- Tell me a new talent that's really come out in the last five years. Buffos. That's the only one I know because I follow him on Twitter. I, I was going <laughs> to say that. the one guy I know. Yeah. He, he started out with Action Lab. Moved, uh, did like a. He has a Kickstarter for his Oz book, The Occupied Zone. Yeah. He did a Scout, um, an Aftershock book, Scout's Honor. Okay. I'm not sorry. Is that Aftershock? Uh, Scout's Honor? Yeah. Was that the middle? Uh, that, that was Image. That was the Boy Scouts one. No, it wasn't Image. Scout's Honor? Yeah. I think it's Aftershock. It might be on the shelf. Um, and then I, now he's in Marvel. Yeah. He's done, a, he did a Source Point book, I think. Yeah. He's got Mad Cave book out. Like, but that's my point. Like, he had to go with these smaller indie publishers to get there. The problem is like having these big guys show up and go, nah, no, we're also going to take over the indie. indie. We sold it. Yeah, we sold that. <laughs> um, taking over the, the indie stuff, like that's like so cool. It's, it's all about you guys have already in the industry. You guys, you're like an arborist. You just keep eating your own tail. Fantastic. So that's I why I said that's your career. Yeah, I get that. You're hustling. You're yeah. making money. I get it. Because once you're old news, you're old news. Yeah. No offense. I'm gonna throw Greg Wiseman out there. I know he writes TV. I know he writes TV. Yeah. Don't come at me. I'm not. 
No, no, not you. Oh, okay. Everyone in else. general. I know Greg Wiseman writes TV. He's doing he's doing Young Justice. Yes. He's not really in comics right now. He may be busy because of Young Justice, but when Young Justice isn't on season, he used to do Marvel and DC books all the time. He did a couple independent books. Where's Greg? What's Greg Wiseman doing now? I know. The last Marvel book I think he did was Conan. Um, sorry, Kanan. The Star Wars one. Yes. Like, where has he been in the comic book realm? And that's the whole thing. I, I could be wrong. I could be not knowing what he's done recently. He, but to my, I haven't seen him pop up in anything huge besides Young Justice. Right. And that's the thing. Like, I, like I, Once you're not hot shit, you're not... Donnie Cates could easily drop from the face of the earth. Yeah. After crossover's done... He fucks the ending up so poorly. Right. Marvel and DC are done with him just in general, and God Country's movie blows dicks. Yeah. He could just disappear Gone. for like five years. It's true. And nobody even know. Oh, oh, actually, he's been writing this independent book for six years, but with what company? Oh, it's because we're not talking about him anymore. Right. And that's he could drop thing. off the face of the earth. Yeah, and I get it. I 100% get it. I feel it. like Scott Snyder dropped off for like a year. Yeah. And then he came back with huge. Because he was doing like... Cause he he, watched, it, was, it was during the witch's time. I think right. He was pitching the, the show. Yeah. He so, like dropped off for like a hot year and came back really strong. Well, not no, counting he, COVID. No, because he actually... His children had medical stuff. That's no, no, I was saying not I, counting the COVID medical children. No, stuff. yeah. But like he had to drop off legit and like after Batman, he was gone. Oh, yeah. Oh, after then Batman. Then he came back. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like huge. Well, because he had a fight with DC. That's <laughs> well, why. That's because he didn't want to do Um, No, he loves Dio. That could, but the Dio, they wouldn't keep bending over backwards for him anymore. Um but that's the whole thing. They, that's the my biggest problem now. Is like you're not, and then the digital platform space was supposed to be for new creators to get out there to build a fan base that will then follow them to their hard stuff, their hard copies. That's what Comic Obviously was founded on. It was founded on new creators because of things like not being able to publish books. And you know how crazy that is, that is that the, the the platform. And again, I get money changes things, but like the platform which was supposed to be created for new new creators. To express themselves in a world where they felt they were slighted on. Are you talking about Image Comics back when it was first created? No, I'm talking about Comicology now. <laughs> but yes, all that. Comicology was the Image Comics of digital comics. Yeah. It was creator-owned, creator-purposed, new yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, don't get me wrong. Image started off with well, the guys from Marvel and DC, yeah, yeah. but they weren't huge back in the they day, were, except for like they four were, or five. They were actually the hottest people at the time. Um, that's why anyway. they. That's why Image worked so well. Yeah, but then, um, but then they. Came back they changed. With, they came they back with younger, after. new people because yeah. they wanted to get people in the industry. And that's the whole thing. Like with comicsology, when it first was founded, it was meant to be like, hey, if you went, if you go back to like 2006, 2007, look at the comicsology lineup and go, what the fuck is it? It reads like the like fan fiction threw up here, <laughs> and it is. It very much was like super independent. Like you know, before webtoons was a thing, before all this stuff was a thing, you know, Joe Blow. Wrote a book and his friend did the art and they put it out on Comicsology. They made a fake uh, uh, a publishing company and they put it out there. And guess what? Their fan bases grew. And then guess what? Some of these people then became actual writers and artists in the comic book world because they had a fan base to fall on to because they were able to publish a book that was able to get out there. Now, you're fucked. Comicsology, as of recording this episode, are no longer taking submissions. Yeah, whether or not they filled up their gasket or that they're hemorrhaging money because of the drop-off with their... Departure from Amazon and their new interface, update, yeah. which is not that great. Right. So I heard they're working on it. Obviously, obviously like, they they need it because yeah. otherwise they're fucked. Um, but that's the whole thing. Like you're not, and even and we've talked about this even with our own book is that working on it. And, and, and I like working on it. And I, I was telling Sabrina before, it has nothing to do with working on it. That's the problem. I like working on it. It's, it's fun. Money. It's money. Yeah. It's money. And you're fighting. You're not. It's not. It's not even like it's um. It's a mix between money and you're fighting against a wave of people that. 
are already there. Yeah, plus, you have to wait for the artist to be available. Well, that's different. That, I don't mind. two months early. Which is fine. I, again, like, I, I'm not... I, Excited for me, dude. I, I'm not... That, that's what... I, I understand that. He's also working on books. That's different. Oh, no, no, no. I get why. But, like, the biggest thing is, like, cool. No matter what happens... And again, it's, it's, I, I won't talk about what we're, what's going on with our book because technically, God forbid, something does happen legally, we can't talk about yeah. things. So I will not talk about what we're, is happening right we're now. Signing with our own NDA right now. Yeah, um, but if that didn't happen, you're still going cool. I pitched to all these publishers, and none of them got me. So now what I'm going to do is go to Kickstarter. Oh no! I was, oh, we'll talk about uh, yeah. Mike. Yeah, like oh right, cool. Now I'll go to Kickstarter, or I'll go to like yeah, yeah. Like I'll go to Kickstarter, I'll go to Comicsology, I'll do whatever. And now you can't even do that because you're fighting it like against like oh well, Scott Snyder's on here now or like Zdarsky's you're literally are... battling Snyder for and Zdarsky for Comicsology. Like, I'm like I, you can't win as a new creator. And people are like I know Zest World's new, but people are already waitlisted. That's crazy. Like, you can't like dude, you announce you the... should be like it's open for everyone. Right. Like here you go, flood the gates with stuff. Right. So like I get the idea of digital comics and I've always understood the concept of it. And I'm not against it. It's but for it new should... creators, not for old sh- creators. Right. It should be new for for new creators only trying to get into the industry. It should be for like what Marvel Unlimited and DC have to do. When they put out books, should be six months behind, so you can catch up or read old out school print stuff like read it. Actually, comics number one. Keep the the backbone of your industry alive, the retailers. Right. If comicsology, not comicsology, if Marvel and DC started putting their books out week to week, retailers would eventually suffer after a long time. Yeah, it would suffer because it'll take a bit. Or vice it'll versa. Suffer. Or vice versa. They're and more likely so that their their digital platform will crash and they was like. Fuck their own shit up. Too many people would be using it to get more or, service. Or no, no, no one use it. There's too, there's too oh, many. Yeah. There's too many people that don't want to use digital comics because of that reason. Like it's unreliable. It's not like God forbid there's an update in it. God forbid you lose something or you forget a password. You get a new phone that doesn't have shit saved. Mm-hmm. You're fucked. You're fucked. Like there are so many pitfalls to the idea of digital comics. But the the good stuff is getting the good stuff that was there for digital comics is getting shoved down over bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, there is a need for an idea of digital comics being a, a creative standpoint for, you know, young kids or young creators or new creators to get in there and try. But like, you can't do that when you're giving all your space to bigger, newer creators that have access to the plethora of publishers already just by name name yeah, in advance. Like I said. If you're Scott Snyder and you want to get a creator-owned book, pitch to Source. Pitch to Behemoth. Don't. Pitch to Image and Dark Horse. No, 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 I'm saying like if they if, if they say no. Just wait then because you know what? They're going to take your book. We can leave those smaller I'm publishers saying, to people like me or yeah, you. Yeah, but also pitch to the smaller publishers so then they get more popular. No, fuck that. No? Okay. Fuck that. No, the reason, no, the reason okay why No, the reason why is you don't want them to get too popular because that's, that's what? they become boom. They become boom and you can't, become, boom you can't, and can't, you can't get in. You can't, you, you, you keep... I understand that aspect. You keep, I'm talking about to keep the publishers alive. Well, the publishers to keep, indie, to keep indie publishers alive. They need people. Well, yeah, that's what it is. But they need people. But they need new people. You need to be like, dude. Um, the website Comics Experience. I know it's weird that you got to pay for schooling to get your book maybe published. Right. They just recently opened up their own publishing house, CEX, okay. where they're yes. not asking you to subscribe to their schooling service to get your book published. You may have an in that way because you're already connected to it and they yeah. know your work. But you can just pitch to CEX. Yeah. They open. We carry some of their books. Yeah, the stud Charlie, is actually really uh, good. Charlie Spot is what yeah. we. Uh, I saw it last week. We got. Yeah, and the, the stud book with the the, he, the goofy He Man is really yeah. good. And that's the whole thing. So, like, 
all this it's become more of like an idea of like this comics industry in general but the problem with, and the outlet for digital comics should have always been for new creators mm-hmm. for new teams for Marvel and DC to put out books like dude I read Action Comics number one I read all American Comics uh, number yeah, one on the, there the apps. yeah because I'm never going to have they did, you know, I read Amazing Fantasy 15 on the Marvel Limited right. app I got a facsimile but but how are you cool. going to get that See, that's cool and do things like it's that awesome you know, you can use that for digital, but like this idea of like digital being the future, and it doesn't work. No one wants this. It's you can ask if you ask thirty customers that walk in the store, maybe two of them. If you pull a hundred, maybe ten percent. Maybe, maybe ten percent want like, it. It's uh, like it's like Family Feud. You pull, we pulled a hundred people. Yeah, and it is top answers. And maybe t- anywhere between because the the. They the numbers they come out not the actual official numbers but some of those they said projected numbers uh, yeah they, they project, yeah they were like for retailing purposes the amount of money that DC lost when they first tried to do digital comics to now was so astronomical they stopped doing digital comics for a while yeah because they realized there that was a readers didn't want it yeah around and, 2012 the only two books they were doing digitally uh, three books they were doing Smallville yeah. They were doing Batman uh, Beyond. Batman Beyond, and they were doing He Man. Yeah. But they only did six digital He Man issues. Yeah. The other ones came, well, they were like one shots. Yeah. The other ones came out physically after a while. Exactly. The same with Batman Beyond, same with Smallville. Yeah. They well, really... Smallville was the other way around. It started and then stopped or whatever, right? It was digital, it was digital first and then became printed. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. And they, they would do as seasons, that's why. Okay, there you go. You know, um, like, yeah, they only had three books. And, and then it, now it's like huge. But that's the whole thing. Like, and, and people are still like, I've never, I've yet to see a new customer walk in and be like, yeah, I'm reading digital only stuff. Why are you in the store? Like, I've never. That's why you've never seen them. Well, that's true. <laughs> but like, I've never, I, again, I've seen people come in and go, hey, I want to read more Spider-Man and I, there's no yeah, more Spider-Man here. Yeah, we talked about it before. Right, and I get that. Again, I will never knock the platform for that. I will never knock the platform for being like, for bringing hey, in new people. Right, bringing in new people. I've we're never, not trying to gate, we're not trying to gatekeep comic no. book communities by saying don't read digitally. We're saying, Choose wisely. Yes. Know what you're doing. Know what you're getting into. Choose retail. Yeah. If you have the opportunity. I understand. Get, you, you again, don't have a car. Are, you can't get that way. Again, it's too far being, away. There's no stores being, in your being a 14-year-old boy and in the, in the, you're in the middle of like Arkansas and your fucking comic book shop's 45 minutes away, I understand why you read digitally. Yeah. And yeah, and what, what I also when I say digitally, I don't say I don't mean pirate shit either. No, when you actually pay for digital stuff like comics. Right. But I understand like, the, the pitfalls of why there's a big... Upset and why they're your comic books. If you're upset, they're like Spider Man's not being monthly updated on com on Comicsology or or sorry, Marvel Unlimited, or why there's a falling out with people on Comicsology is because you treat your users like shit. Mm-hmm. Like you're not treating them. Guess what? You'll have a bump of uh, of new people on there because guess what? Like if you have Joe Blow have a new comic on there and their fans like the, your friends and family that attach that, they may find something else that they like on on these digital platforms and start reading that also. Mm-hmm. But you keep flooding the market with these new, these older, these already established creators that you don't need. Substack is an unnecessary BS model. Like, Zest World sounds cool in theory. Great name. <laughs> it sounds like a fucking Taco Tuesday. You know, but it's very much an idea of like, cool, awesome, and you have a lineup of huge creators. You know what this sounds awesome. like? This sounds like Substack 2. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, they are they spicy even, Substack. They even reference it in their pitch. Like this is like Substack, but Twitter. Like, like <laughs> Substack was. We we talked about the outrage when it first happened. Yeah, it was a huge scandal, and then it died out. And nobody fucking talks about it because no one uses it. 
Uh, some people do. Well, I mean, but, I know what you mean. But, I know what you mean. but you mean free and use it. That's yeah. what I mean. That's, no, I that, mean. When I say use it, I don't mean. What I mean use it, I mean you pay for it and use it. Mm-hmm. You can if you if there's an option to get free stuff, people are going to use it for free stuff mm-hmm. unless you're unless you're and more stuff including you have to. The problem is when people say and more in like a lot of their like pitches for digital content, it normally isn't that much more than what you're already getting, mm-hmm. unless you're going to be oh cool I'm giving you previews of new stuff. Which doesn't matter when you're getting like two pages a fucking month of a book, mm-hmm. you know, and you're paying seven ninety nine. If it's like, hey, because you're a member, I'm, I'll give you like, if you get one issue and then a half, a half of the next issue or something that makes it worthwhile for me to pay you. Mm-hmm. Why am I paying seven dollars a month for a book I may not even fucking like? Yeah. Or just like bits like, and pieces of content I don't give a shit about. One of Chip Zdarsky's first books on there was Captara. Yeah. I didn't even know Captara Volume One was a thing. Right. I'm a Chip Zdarsky fan, but I didn't like go into his backlog. I started yeah, and I just kept going forward because he's doing a lot. The only one thing I went back for was Sex Criminals because it came back. Like I didn't go back and look at Captara. Yeah. Now that I know there's a volume two, I want. I've been looking for it. It's hard to find. It's yeah. old. It's like 2014. Uh, old in quotes. Yeah. But for, for for independence, it's old. For comic books in general, it's old. <laughs> no, it really is. Like yeah, it, unless it's Marvel DC, when that's you, old. <laughs> when you realize when you realize uh, like uh, books at issue forty uh, uh, issue forty eight, and you're like, holy shit. We are three years in. Dude, uh, Invincible and Walking Dead started in, like, 2003. Yeah, like, you're Fucking like, what? Any book that, like, you're like, oh, that's on issue, like, oh, that book's on issue 24. That's, that's two years old. That's two years, exactly. And that's, if everything comes out monthly. On without, time. Without annuals, without delays. Yeah. Boom. You're like, oh, 24 issues, that's whatever. That's two Doc years. Doc Terra's been out for, like, a year and a half. I know, I think so. They had, they had, like, a small hiatus, and they had a one shot. One issue fucking eight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's been out forever. So... And Eric got options. Good for him. But, like, you know, no, like, his first book on Substack was a sequel to a book he did in print? That's kind of crazy, right? right? Yeah. That's insane. Why didn't he just pitch it to the company now that he's huge again and just get it picked up? Because he could have. Dark Horse Image, whatever. Why didn't he? Well, because of the fans. I understand. Yeah. But just pitch new books to the fans. Public Domain and, um... He's working on something else. Oh, I know. The All Night Public, Domain. Public Domain's his big one. Yeah, that's coming out in uh, yeah. Image. Which is awesome. That. Yeah. Oh, because, oh, no, Dark Horse. Uh, image, yeah. Cause they're, they're, yeah, they're doing, uh, well, it's, yeah, it's, like, that's yeah. awesome. Good for him, but, like, <sighs> like you, would, you, you can't, can't start out and go, here's a sequel. Yeah, like, like what again, the fuck? like, again, I don't get why these big creators need this, like, extra. Have Oof. you even heard of, like, Donny Cates' book? Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman are doing, like, this superhero book that's going to come out on Image at some point called, like, Called like the shadow or like vapor it was on or Substack. void the void yeah the void it's on Something Substack like, like but I haven't heard anything about no, it he I doesn't saw talk the, about it they don't, I saw the cover because they're like oh, we're, we're we're sick and tired of Twitter I'm like you know you're sick and tired of getting yelled at and made fun of on Twitter that's what yeah. you're you're annoyed with like you know I haven't seen any of these, I could be subscribed and seeing it yeah but the fact that I'm not even seeing it in normal media means that like. The fuck? What are you, what are you doing? Yeah, like, like I, I, even though I follow Zdarsky's newsletter, I still see him Twitter post about Captara, about right. All Nighter, about because public domain. He's exactly. he knows what he's talking about. He you doesn't know how use Twitter that much, but, but I still see it. But you know what he's doing? He's selling his book to an audience. Yeah, maybe it's to pro- bring people to to Substack, but also like, hey, he knows it's coming out of print. Guess what? People are going to buy it. And we're like, hey, do you have this book? Yeah, like it. it, it I, I don't know kind of how the best way to end this would be because normally I always oh. I'll always end it on, on a, a better note, on a higher note. Yeah, w- w- uh, you said you had like comp pros that you wanted to talk yeah. about. I don't know if you talked about them already. I did. But, okay. I, I did talk about the pros. If you have pros, any more, you haven't said the, the pros. The, the, no, the price. The pros would be like small the, creators. And stuff. Small creators. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a birth rate. It's a birth rate of small creators, 
And a lot of small creators got that. They start there. And I think that's what you what it should be. Start supporting. Stop buying these fucking like Substack and Zest World and all these fucking other books from these big ass creators. Start supporting these small unknown people on these. Con- if you're going to do digital, buy these little books that you don't, if you never heard of. Try it. You know why? That that artist, that artist or that writer may be the next Scott Snyder, or the next the next Ray Hulu. But you're not giving next, him a chance. But you're not giving him a chance because it's what Scott Snyder has a book that you want to buy instead. Mm-hmm. Like, but you can go out to your comic shop and Give buy that guy. guy. That's why I buy so many independent books. Right. I'll go out of my way, and to be fair, some of them are like creators who are huge now. Like I bought a Spur book recently, and an Orlando that's different book. though. That's because I'm going back, and I'm like, oh, this yeah, but cool. that's, oh, that's it's Orlando. It's Orlando's first book. That's really cool. Yeah. You know, but like, pick up small creators. Pick yeah. up Lindsay. Pick up Popose. Yeah. Pick up fucking Francesco, yeah. uh, his runes book. Yeah. And his buddy, I forget his name, I'm sorry. No. Pick up those smaller give creators' them, yeah. books to give them a platform. Yeah, that's what this what digital platform should be. It shouldn't be for these big ass creators to fault what they already have. Mm-hmm. Like you you won. Guys, you're up. Ryan Caddy is a good example. He did a couple more he did one shots in Marvel and then right. he did a uh, he did the Winter Guard book recently. Okay. He started out doing like random indie books. Yeah. He did a digital book, he's got one right now on web uh, webtoons. Like, he's doing, uh, they, I don't know, I don't want to assume, they're doing a lot of small stuff, and obviously, like I said, they have, uh, a, they did a Venom one-shot, they did um, the Winter Guard book, like, there are some stuff that they spiced up. Yeah, of course. Support the small guys so they can become the big guys. Because that's what we need. But then, need. some people ca- gatekeep them. Like, oh, I don't buy their books, oh, look at Crowded. They, they were going to do more than just two volumes, or three volumes, and then they got saw that how many people pirated their book online. It's like, why aren't you supporting the book? We were literally canceled because of it. And that's because of it, and that's what the digital platform allow for piracy yeah, to make. Well, besides that, like, well, yeah. support your small creator. Don't gatekeep them, because you want that niche to yourself. It's it, very true. It's like, oh, this creator is my favorite. I don't want him to get too big, because then I don't want him to sell out. It's like, no, 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 no. You want them to keep making books... So you need to give them money. See, you look, need to get them paid. So there's a guy I follow on Twitter called uh, Paperback Dan, mm-hmm. um, and he promotes like a lot of indie, guys, like small creators, like indie creators. And it's like, oh, buy this guy from Shopify. Like it's a like a small like super like yeah. super universe. Like a, a guy, a, a chick, and a bunch of them kind of created themselves together. Yeah, that's fucking great. Oh, this by the way was a cover for the the Red Hood spinoff. Oh, dude, Murphy's so good. I know. Um, it's unfair. He's so good. And that's what it is. Like it's it's. Nice to see that, like they're promoting it, and 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 like you're seeing. Yeah, but then there's the opposite spectrum, which I brought up, where it's like, I don't want you to get big because I want you to just do my stuff for me, the stuff that we're in this niche for. Right? Like, like, no, 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 no. Let them expand because if they don't leave their niche, if they don't leave their tiny corner, they no. will quit and go back to their day job. Lindsay's a teacher. It sucks, They're still man. doing their teaching job because they can't afford to quit to do comics full time. Scott Snyder did that. Scott oh, Snyder, Mailchimp, by the way. Mailchimp, a, that's what it was. Mailchimp. I knew it was a monkey thing. A, I got an ad on Twitter. It's because we're talking about it. It oh, fucking geez. knows. I know. <laughs> also, you use it technically. It's true. Um, you know, like I said, Lindsay's the teacher. He can't quit. Scott Snyder was able to quit his job because he became a writer. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. Like, give these guys a chance. Let them let them let do... Let quit their day jobs. Yeah, I know. Let's <laughs> it's see... like YouTube creators. You support them. Yeah. You want them to make content full time. You need to support them so they can. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, guys... Th- if you want to buy digital, buy small guys. That's pretty much it. So, that, that's the moral of the story. Yeah, like if you're going to buy digital, if you have to buy digital, go and use Marvel Unlimited. Go use And the, honestly, the most Infinite. of the small guys' books cost less money. Yeah. Comixology will put out like newcomers for 99 cents. Go buy that book for 99 cents. Yeah. Support that creator. Show that you care. Yeah. Don't give Scott Snyder 7 or $8 because you know him. If you like the book, I understand. Totally that's different. I, I'm I get guilty. It. I'm guilty. I'll do it. But... 
Support the small guys too. It's a dollar. It's a fucking dollar for some of these books. Yeah. Just do it again. They, Webtoons is free. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Again. Also, comic shops are a thing. Yeah. If you don't have a local comic shop, look them up. You might have one in your area that you just don't know about. Yeah. Use store locator. Store locator. Just, fucking just go to Google and type in comics. Yeah. Uh, go to Google Maps. Go to Android's version of Maps, or I'm sorry, Apple's version of Maps. Yeah. Google comic shops, and it'll give you the radius. Yeah. Anything that has the comic, and it even gives you Newberry comics down in the yeah. mall, or at least by us. Oh, yeah, by us. It's a comic book store, technically, but it's it's more retail. Yeah. I'm sorry, more... Um, it's more of the department store. more of the department store. Like, you know, go tell them you want the newest issue of um, Black Caravan from Scout. Go tell right. them you want the newest issue of these small publishers... I'm gonna out us right now. We only order two. We only order two of those new books. No, we, we have a lot more than that. Oh, we only have two. Of them. Oh, because they're 18 plus. Understandable. Yeah. Well, that and then we also had a couple of people. Well, I was gonna say. I was gonna yeah. besides pull list, yeah. and that's yeah. 18 plus. Bad example. Yeah. I'm still gonna continue with the example. Yes. So I don't keep looking. <laughs> Tell them you want that small book, so we order more than seven. Right. I don't know how many people got on the pull list. Let's say we order more than seven. We order more than ten. Yeah. You know, obviously we're gonna order 50 fucking Batman titles, but we're not gonna order 50 of the newest source point number one. Right. Unless you tell us you want it and you buy it and you put it on your pull list. Yeah. We order, we don't order to pull, we order a little bit more, but we still order to pull. If you pull your book, we order it for you. Yeah. Unless like, it's shorted. Yeah. In which case, oh, we'll try our best. Yeah. yeah we'll try our best. Some dude dropped a UPS and that's happened. Yeah. Dude, I, I lost almost all the electros this week. Yeah, I saw there was like 17 over there. Yeah. And we only ordered like 30. It's like, we or, yeah, we ordered 15. There's 13 damaged. Oh my God. I was like, great. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, no, I, I that's what it is. Like, then go out there and support your local comic shops. Always support the small business. That's, this is back home of your town, by the way. If you didn't realize that, Walmart... Small businesses keep your towns alive. Live, yeah. That's, that's the place to bulk of your taxes, guys. Oh, please understand that. <laughs> Starbucks may be the only small, the only big thing that's allowed in small towns because it keeps people walking. Yeah. People walk around town when they're drinking their Starbucks. So yeah, please support your local small business. That's kind of what keeps your town alive. We say it at the end of every episode, support your, support your local comic shops. We don't say support Androids. We do mean that. Support Androids. Yes. We don't say support Androids and have a nice day. We say support your local comic shops. We yeah. know you're not all here. Yeah. Go. Well, most of our listeners are our customers. And we actually, most of our, actually, most of our listeners are in Brooklyn. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, that was weird. Come down, boys. If you're in from Brooklyn, come on down and say hello. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Like, I, it really is that, like, support your local comic shop, you know? Support your local small business. Yeah. Fuck, if you don't like comics, support your local cheese store. Support your local spice store. God, support so your local CBD food. store, dude. We got one across the street. We now. do. I use them. Support your local CBD store. Like, dude, they're, they're, it's, it's, businesses are, like, see small town businesses are what keeps your town alive. Dude, look at, uh, South Park made a great arc out of this. Yeah. The Soda Sopa arc. Okay. Where they had... Uh, they cleaned up Kenny's part of town, the the poor part of town, yeah. and turned it into like a Walgreens, like a Whole Foods style, like like uh, hipster like paradise where it's like we got these new condos, we got some new complexes. That becomes too expensive and raises the prices of everything, yeah. and then you lose your homes and you lose your businesses yeah. because you're not supporting local, you're supporting big. Yeah. Like why go to Walmart when you can go to Lidl, for example? Yeah. Why go to Lidl when you can go to fucking Pat's Market? Right, exactly, exactly, and that's what I think this is, and that's what this is becoming. Why go to Midtown when you can go to Androids? Exactly. Midtown is still a small retail shop, I understand, but they're Midtown's the biggest. Uh, they're the biggest one. Midtown's the Walmart comic shops. Exactly, um, but well, I think that's Newberry. I feel uh, like Midtown's like the Target. It's yeah, big, it's big and it's clean, and it's not a department store. It's Manhattan. Manhattan's on fire right well, now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the city, but I mean like the style of it, yes. the idea. Yes, it's more like the Target. Yes, and that's what it is. I think it's, it's time for us to like digital. Like, it's time book. for us to rise up. Well, yeah, all right. I think the idea of comic books in digital age, and I, I, I like the title of the episode a lot. This episode a lot is because it's true. 
comic books in a digital age are comic books in a digital age. How do we survive in a digital age? And we survive retailers and, and printed and these smaller publishers survive by you coming to the local shops and buying stuff and not supporting big pub, big creators on, on digital platforms. Go out there. So find, you know, you I, there's plenty of you that probably listen that have a favorite indie artist. And yeah, maybe like a, a great, uh, maybe a Scott Snyder. Then go into your local comic shop and buy Doc Terror. Yeah. Or buy... Go buy his old books. Go buy Severed. Yeah. Get that off the shelf. Right. <laughs> I and, sold, I think, both of the Severed copies we had to Scott Snyder fans. Because they didn't know it was a Scott Snyder book. Right. I saw it on the shelf and I was like, how long has this been here? It's been here since at least I started working here. I sold them after COVID. Like, after the, the shutdowns. I yeah. was like, people are looking for Scott Snyder and Jeff Lemire books. Oh, we have really old ones? Here you go. Did you know about these? And they're like, no. no. So it helped the retailer out because we bought those years ago. <laughs> and it helps out Scott Snyder because now you have a new fan who read one of your original books. Right. Who read a book that they didn't know was there who might fall in love and buy the rest of it. Right. Oh, you like Severed? You may like this. Right. And that's the thing. You know, and and again, we always talk about supporting local comic shop, but that's that's what this has become. Like comic books survive, printed media survives in the digital age by supporting printed media in the digital age, and that's as far as we kind of can go with this. And again, we can talk about the bad and, and my and my anger and my rants about <laughs> towards digital comics. Every time it's in the news and it's not like a big topic at hand, you get angry. I do. Go, I think like go back ten episodes, go back twenty episodes, go back to the piracy episode. And my head explode. <laughs> Well, I'm definitely going to have a heart attack on an episode once. Um, oh, my God. If if You're going to have a heart attack when they when Marvel announces they're not printing anymore. You're going to be like, ah! I'm like, what can't just be DC's 52 Batman titles? Oh, my God. You need to be an editor at DC. That's an episode for another day. I know. Like, if I we could be the editor. That's where like, my life would be. Um, that's what it is, guys. Again, like go out there, support indie books and again we're going to be talking about indie books for this episode because funny enough we, we all picked indie books for our, our picks of the week so uh hunter you want to cover your book real quick yeah i did armor clads by valiant comics which is funny we're covering a valiant book yeah dude it's because they finally have a new book out that isn't like a continuation it's not ninja, it's not, it's ninja, like it's not ninjack or it's something. not ninja k or shadow man i mean harbinger ninja Jack's did awkward. you cover harbinger you might have no i didn't actually oh, anyway, so armor clads Written by uh, J.J. O'Connor. I was going to, but I found something better. There you go. And Brian Bouchelot with art by Manuel. So I don't mean I know you, but by the way, Harbinger's actually a dope-looking book. I definitely oh, get it. I'm getting it, a trade. It, it's because the old one was a team. This is like a guy now. He's yes. like Superman, essentially. Or I like Superboy, it a lot. I should say. He's teaming up with Faith in the next issue, so they're finally tying it into the larger world. Anyway, Armor Clads. It is Iron Man, Exo Man of War meets Alien, Predator, and Classism. Yes. It is... That's a nice of, way to put that. It's a bunch of soldiers who are in, like, essentially the woods uh, protecting some canisters that they're uh, either mining or transporting for fuel. I forget exactly 100%. It's not clear until the end of it, and I don't want to spoil too much for you guys. Oh, no, because the one thing about Valiant, I'll, I will Valiant say this. Valiant plays a long game. They do, but if you buy a copy of Valiant's books, do not buy the pre-order special variant, the D-cover normally, because what it does in the middle of the book spoils the ending for the book. What? That's they, a thing? It's a literally insert they put in, in every uh, D cover, every uh, special. I have pre- to check that out. I had no idea. I yeah. just thought it was a, a special retailer unlockable variant. No, like I if found you get ten. You get this one. I no, it is. It's kind of like that. But the way I found I'll, I'll out, come back to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, so it's basically so after they get attacked by these quick moving objects, we get to meet our main characters who are mostly just the miners. Yes. And slaves in a way where they're like working for the man. They're the child slaves, by the way. 
They're they're not children. No, they they're are. just not old. No, they're 14, 16, and like they're teenagers. They're yeah. not children. It's children. I mean, children to you. I'm children children three. To me, yeah. Children to me is like eight to ten. No, that's a child. The child. The other one's a teenager. Yeah, teenagers. Not children. We have different perceptions of ages. Because we're <laughs> ten years. Because you're closer to them than you are to me. <laughs> Some of them. <laughs> like, oh wait, yes. <laughs> anyway, so like I said, it's like Alien meets Predator meets Iron Man and stuff. This. Uh, the ragtag team of miners are the ones who are getting the fuel that uh, you see them get attacked by the soldiers in the beginning. Turns out they're getting attacked by like xenomorph scorpion monsters. Which are gross looking, by the they way. They are. <laughs> they look very frightening. They look like venom too. Uh, it's and absolutely it's gross. Like the brood, which are <laughs> like the fucking xenomorphs. They're and they're Marvel aliens before Marvel got aliens. And they basically just fuck up all these soldiers except for like one guy. And then the miners are like, all right, I guess we're the soldiers now, and we're under attack. It's it's oh, pure chaos. I'll use the title for the next issue, Pure Chaos. It's a great read. It's a good, like, I don't, you said that they haven't done armor clads before. This is like a new thing for them. Yes. That's really awesome. I feel like they haven't done a new book in forever. They haven't. Like, Har the Harbinger is technically a spinoff of the original team with a new style. Yes. I think the last original book they did was, um,. Dr. Tomorrow or Mr. Tomorrow? No, Dr. Tomorrow's old character. Okay, well, got me. <laughs> I had to look that up because I, I was Dr. like... Dr. Mirage is old. Dr. Mirage is old. originally a guy. Yes. Oh, Faith. I'm sorry, Faith. Faith is an old character. Faith then, was in the original Hodgminger series. And I got nothing. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Armor Clads is like the most recent, newest book. Yep. It's true. Since like what? The 80s? Did they come out in the 80s? Uh, what was... Uh, what was Valiant the... was like late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Archer and Armstrong is finally coming back, so that's cool. Yeah, and Archer, but, um, uh, Armstrong's dying. That's the story. He's no longer immortal. Oh, you mean Armstrong? Armstrong, yeah. His, uh, he's no longer immortal. Ooh, I'm digging that. Anyway, so it's cool they finally got a new book out, and it sucks a little bit that it's kind of like, oh, it's alien. They even have a scene where they're using the rigs for mining, and one, two of them have like the the combat claws that they yeah. have at the end of Aliens. Yeah, yeah. Aliens. I have no idea. It's the, the, the one where Ripley's in the big thing. Dude, I haven't seen those movies. Second. Like, forever. I, oh, dude, forever. I was yeah. like, damn, son. I'm 33. I think I saw those movies. I was like, 12. <laughs> like. Yeah, so it does suck that it's a little bit on the nose with what it's trying to reference, but it is cool that it's a, a new book from... from uh, yeah, Valiant. it's original content, man. Yeah. Original content. Give it a four. Cool. It's great. It's well-written. Only problem is... I'm a big uh, Bouchelada fan. Only problem is it's alien. Which yeah. is not a downside, it's just not 100% original. I want to see where the rest of the story goes to make it more original, besides power suit fighting aliens that are way overpowered. So, James, what did you read? So, I read Ghost Cage, and oh boy. <laughs> My dad was talking about this one. Uh, creative team is Nick Dragata, Caleb Goller, Russ Wooten, Martin, uh, Frank Martin uh, Jr., and David Brothers. It is... If Akira, yeah, like if it, was Astro, it was actually Astro Boy meets Evangelion. Oh, okay. It is about a scientist uh, who creates a robot to help him fight against this inv uh, invasion that's about to take place uh, against the government that's about to blow up like this nuclear like uh, reactor that's kind of like powering this entire city. Oh yes, oh, sorry, I picked up the um, the pre edition. In the middle, it gives you not spoilers per se, but like. Process pages, cover gallery, battle bits. I see what you mean by there's some potential spoilers in yeah. the middle of everything. Okay. I thought you meant like it legit spoils it like always. It's just oh, sometimes. No. Okay. Um, 
Cool, cool, cool. What's cool about Ghost um, about Ghost Cage is that how they introduce the characters they're like so an action will happen and it, you have to think of it like you're almost like if you're watching an anime because mm-hmm. it's oh, it's a very manga style so what ends up happening like they'll like a character like will show up and we're like freeze frame Sam that's cool it's like um, Suicide Squad and the Transformers thing and yeah again it. it's very much like it focuses on these people trying to survive this like almost like Evangelion style like alien assault. It's fucking bizarre. And definitely manga style. It is very manga. And you know what's funny about it is like, I normally would be like, and this is good and this is bad about it. I like a lot of it because it's very, um, I like anime. Yeah. Um, And this reads, and again, I, I something that you said off mic about like, I'm not crazy about American, like, oh, I'm not crazy about. I'm not about, crazy about American like, manga. Manga. This actually is not bad. Again, if you're a fan of like Asher Boy, I reading it at some point. I just didn't want to read it for the st- right, yeah. uh, uh, this week. Like if you're like a, if you're a fan of like Akira and and, and um, Boy, this and, and Evangelion. This is kind of what this is. This it's is a, very Evangelion. It, it's more Evangelion. Attack on Titan vibes. Uh, with, with the size, the you can see that. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's just a fun, cool read. It definitely one. It's definitely the homages are all over the place. You mean, there's one scene where I'm like, that looks like a scene from Ava. Um, like, <laughs> that's definitely, like, Astro Boy, or every 70s, 19, uh, 1970s, uh, sci-fi show. Like, it's, it's tokusatsu, it's a bunch of, like, cool anime tropes, but written by Americans, and done properly, and done, done correctly. Okay. I think what ends up happening is, like, why people have such a problem with, uh, manga that's, like, uh, not manga, about Americans writing manga, is that they think it's something missing, and Americans do miss things because of, like, cultural differences, um, and normally it's drawn in an American style, and like, oh, well, like, manga, oh, like, no one left to fight, for example. It's meant to be Dragon Ball Z. It's American Dragon Ball Z. Z. It, it, they said that when they first premiered yeah. that, uh, promoted that to retailers. Yeah, Stenerson was like, it's Dragon Ball Z, but for Americans. And I'm like, okay, that's cool, and it definitely it reads like American, Americans wrote Dragon Ball Z. It doesn't read like it. It looks like it. It sounds like it. Yeah. It feels like it. Yeah. It's exactly, it's like, not false advertising. No. Ghost Cage feels like Hey, here's a cool manga you should be reading. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, this is like a cool manga I, mean, I should I'm be reading. I'm not a huge fan of Future State Gotham, but it's like I it's like, like manga State. Batman. I do like Future State Gotham. I know there a is lot. like Justice League manga yes, and, I do. and Deadpool Samurai and uh, stuff like that. And the manga Spider Man. Oh, yeah, they have the Spider Man Iron Man reverse coming yeah. out uh, soon. But yeah, very much that. Like, I get why. Like, uh, like Future State Gotham to me feels like Americans wrote Batman, uh, Batman manga. Well, not all of them are Americans, but I know what you mean. But you know what I mean? Like, um, but with this, with Ghost Cage, it feels like Americans wrote a manga and got it right. And it's a really good story. I'm giving it a four out of five only because, like, it is very wonky. It's like, if you're not a fan of, it's like, whack. if you're not a fan of, like, fucking, like, kind of trippy sci-fi. You need to cover alone. It's, yeah, it's, if you're not into fun, trippy sci-fi stuff, you're not going to like this. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, I don't fucking get it. Like, same thing, like, if, if I was, like, reviewing, like, Girl Scouts, I said the same thing. I think I did Girl review. Girl Scouts. I think I did review Girl Scouts when it first came out. Back, way back in the day. Um, or I, I, there was a reason why I didn't review it. Again, trippy and weird and crazy. If you're not a fan of that genre, you're not going to like it. I'm a fan of this genre, but I'm, I'm too far removed from the Girl Scouts, because this is, like, volume three. Yeah. Even without it, I I get it. Like people are again, art subjective. If you're not a fan of manga, you may not like this. But give it a try. This is this is actually maybe one of those books. Like, hey, if you like this, you may actually want to read like actual manga, like Eva, or you may want to read cool things like Chainsaw Man coming out. 
Chainsaw Man anime. I got something soon. I'm actually I'm trying to finish um Jujutsu Kaisen. I haven't started yet. The, the movie just came. I out. I know, dude. That's why I was like, "Fuck!" I'm trying to watch uh, because. So, did you watch my hero? Yeah, of course. I, I was gonna say, I feel like I'm, I'm a couple. I'm a couple episodes behind. I stopped at one point. Well, said, it's all for season right now. So I know. Catch up. I did it on purpose because every once in a while I'll, I'll stop like uh, at a part. You watching a dub or sub? Uh, uh, sub. Ugh, filthy. I don't. I don't do dub versions of shit. I watch a sub. Why? No, I, I'm saying filthy because just watching an English man. I don't. I, I was too <laughs> I know, far ahead. I'm, I'm the real I was, filthy person. No, I was too far ahead at that point. Remember? Oh, that's fair. Yeah. I, that's yeah. why I was already far ahead, and then I uh, you took a break because you're busy I, I, and you're dead. No, 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 no. <laughs> I watched my daughter. Okay. I watched anime with my, my daughter because she looks at the screen and tries to touch it. Colors. Uh, exactly. Um, no, I'm, I'm trying to finish um, Platinum Train, uh, Platinum's Angel, Platinum Seven. What's Platinum called? Seven. What the fuck you on? The one from Death Note. The creator of Death Note. Platinum's end. Platinum's end. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I have like. I'm on the last episode. Ooh, okay. Uh, and because I'm on. Uh, because I watched Digimon Ghost game, but because Toei got oh, yeah, hacked. Because Toei got hacked. How's the new one? It's good. Is it's... it actually? Is it more in the style of like Frontiers, or is it more in the style of like Try? I didn't like the first like two episodes in the beginning. I always do a three episode test. And then if I don't like it after episode three, meh. because I was like, because it didn't make sense, but then it. The first episode did it. The first episode did. It, the first episode was good. It was dark, very very dark and scary. Um, and I say scary in the sense of like it was a very dark it's anime show. Scary. Yeah, it's, like, it's a dark kids show. Yeah, like still holy Digimon. shit. Yeah, it's still Digimon. Um, but I was like, this is good. And then like, but you're fighting an ultimate. How are you winning? <laughs> uh, because the power leveling is different in this show. Mm-hmm. I had something I had to wrap my own head around. Um, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good. Uh, but yeah, but we got hacked, so that's why there hasn't been a new episode. <sighs> In a while, so I was like, "Oh, cool, cool." That same thing. Right, Dragon Ball Superhero has been indefinitely delayed. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One Piece is indefinitely delayed right now. Well, they're still releasing the chunk they had, but yeah, because yeah, they they filmed One Piece. In, uh, they record One Piece in chunks. Well, it's already done. It was done. Same thing with um, like Dragon Ball Superhero is done. Yeah. The reason the why movie, they're not yeah, yeah the exactly. reason why they're not releasing it because of the hack uh, and happened. they don't want it to get leaked. Yeah, so I kind <laughs> of like I'm waiting for that, and I want to review on the episode against Paradise. I mean, Dragon Ball. Yeah, when uh, it comes to theaters, we'll talk about. it. Yes. So. Uh, Sonic somewhere, Bryce. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Sonic, will probably, Sonic will probably be the week after the Morbius. Oh, yeah, because Morbius comes out the same week as Sonic. Well, Morbius comes out a uh, week before Sonic. It comes out on that Friday for the first. Oh, yeah. And then, the like, first. the next Thursday is it's when Sonic, Sonic comes out. So we'll do Morbius <gasps> and Sonic. Like, right Yay. After. I might take my daughter. Oh, no, she's too little. <laughs> yeah. She's older, man. I would take her to see Sonic. <laughs> you take her to see Sonic 3. Oh, right, yeah. She'll be older for Sonic 3. She can watch the Knuckles show. <laughs> she will. Sexy, I just have a book. All right, guys. And then we are to our book, our Star Book of the Week, which is... Godzilla vs. Power Rangers, written by Cullen Bunn, of all things. <laughs> yo, I follow Cullen Bunn on Twitter. And I'm like, yo, this guy's promoting this book a lot. <laughs> I mean, he might really just like Power Rangers and Godzilla. I guess what? He does like Godzilla and Power Rangers a lot. He wrote the fucking book. Um... <laughs> So, guys, the other Power Rangers. Oh, it's written, art's done by Freddie Williams, Williams the second. The second, which you did, Thundercats, uh, he Thundercats, He-Man, he's done... TMT, TMT Batman. TMT Batman, he's also done... Oh, my God. He did another He-Man book, uh, Injustice. He-Man yes. Injustice. So... As well as everything else he's done, this is just the biggest stuff that... Yes, so I want to go into Super Mega Spoilers, because this book is wild. Super Mega Spoilers, dude, the, the Power Rangers fight Godzilla, that's the whole story. I know. There's no Super Mega Spoilers. The last page is kind of like... Oh, finally. Which is crazy. <laughs> which I didn't think that we would do that in this no, it's issue. Just, it's just the Green Ranger who's around. The other guys aren't there yet. Nope. Final page. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Yeah. They're there. They're not fully there. 
It's the Green Ranger first. Oh, yeah. He's like, yo, I'm in. What's going on? But, dude, it's fucking... All right, so it is Rita... Tri so, simple synopsis is that Rita is finding Crystal that allows her to travel in the multiverse. She wishes for a world where the Rangers do not exist, and she does end up in an alternate Angel Grove. Um, but this Angel Grove has Godzilla in it. And he's being an asshole. Yeah, he's fighting, I want to say, Gigan? Megalon? No, Megalon. It's Megalon? Oh, Gigan has the hook claws. Yeah, he's, yeah, Gigan's later on. There's a cover. Oh, there was a, a, a thing that's supposed to come out this week that didn't come out. It got delayed. Mm -hmm. um, I think he's fighting Megalon. Which also, by the way, is dope as hell. Oh, uh, and Rita's like, oh yeah, Moss is awesome. The fucking UFO. <laughs> and she was like, oh, let's see who's, uh, what other aliens are there. And they're like, get fucked aliens. Yeah. Goldar. We're going to wait to uh, Intergrove R. Oh, Planet X. Planet X is Yes, it's yeah. the guy from Planet X. Um, and they're like, oh, well, I'll just control Godzilla. Well, really, you were wrong there. Yeah, I'm not 100% to the Godzilla lore. Yeah, I, I am. I'm That's into Godzilla I'm lore. Um, guys, and then Godzilla fucking bodies. <laughs> leave it. I don't even just leave the it. Dragonzords, bro. Leave it. Oh, my bodies. God. <laughs> I do like the Rita thing here. She's like, I got him. Yeah, Rita's like, got him, dude. Pokeball. She's like, <laughs> he's like, no. And then bodies the Dragonzord. Oh, dude, this cover's clean. Bodies the Dragonzord. Dude, he fucks it up. That's like the best one. And then the Rangers show up. Actually, that's the entire issue. Yeah, um, I mean, we've left out some of the minor spoilers, but the, the major ones we low key talked but it, about. But it's, it, let's be fair. This book was, wasn't going to be easy and to spoil. And it's Dog Godzilla. It's not like yeah. 2014 Godzilla, so it's classic. Um, just so you know, this wasn't going to be an easy book to spoil because, it's, again, it's power. Unless something crazy had happened where it's, I'm like... It, yeah, unless it was like, and it's revealed that it's actually a tie-in to the DC fucking crossover by Tom Taylor and evil fucking Alpha 5 is here. <laughs> then we wouldn't spoil that. By the way, I do like Colin Bunn's writing this. <laughs> Yeah, you do not understand how much, and I will. After this is all out, I will officially I will figure out the timeline to add this to the time the power into the boom. Since it's a multiverse, it can be canon. It is boom studios also producing yeah. this. So, since it's, like I said, it's a multiverse, it can be canon. But it no. takes place before the uh, big three leave. And yeah, can't... it's before it's before necessary evil. But uh, sorry, it's before Shattered Grid. Yeah. Oh no, it's right. Yeah, it could it's... be around Shattered Grid because of the multiverse. Stuff. No, because um, Shattered Grid Tommy's part of the team as a Green Ranger, so it has to be right before Shattered Grid happens. Okay, so like... In timeline order. I yeah. will put this in timeline. It'll fit. Yeah. Especially because you have a clear vision, Jason, Trini... Yeah, you, the team is lined up there. Yeah, they're lined up there. Um, I kind of want to see where it goes, though. I mean, they're going to team up. Every Godzilla crossover teams up. Yeah, but you know what I mean, though? There is, like... There's, like, so much room for it to be opened. Like, like this one is like, oh, guys, this is a savage, and he beats the, the Dragon Sword already. Like, now what happens to the story? Like, what do you do now? We know what's going to happen to the story. We see this. We see the cover for the next issue. I know they can be misleading, but it looks like covers can like, be misleading. We, but it, but you know when it comes to crossovers, the covers aren't. Oh yeah, yeah. and that's the thing. Like <laughs> like we know clearly that Rita's gonna team up with the guys from Planet, the aliens from Planet X. Yeah. The um, bad guys are gonna team up with the bad guys. But what? What, uh, that's the thing. So what could we? You know what could else could happen next in this book? That, that's what I'm excited about. Like because there's so much Godzilla lore. That oh my about, god, Mecha Godzilla. Are we gonna get Mecha? Are they gonna that? I think Mechagodzilla is gonna be the next volume. They'll tease it at the end like <gasps> Mechagodzilla or right, Space or, Godzilla. I mean, Space Godzilla as a bad guy for the next one makes sense. Yeah. But like, well, I want to see how this guy like in this next one this, how this goes on because the I think they'll be teaming up by issue three. Well, we'll see. Yeah. It's fun though. I'm giving it a five out of five. 
five out of five. Because I'm, I'm, I'm a Godzilla fan. That's what also, I'm also a Godzilla fan. I'm not a huge Godzilla fan. Like I don't know the intricacies, but I love me some Godzilla. And it hits because like you know it's, it's kaiju. Cool. Yes, it's it hits. It, it does what it does. Like Godzilla is the king of the monsters. He's fighting like, Megalon. Like if the, you liked Power Rangers crossing over with Justice League or TMNT, this is exactly what you're looking for. Yeah, it's stupid. It's fun. And it's fun. I can't believe Colin Bunn wrote this. <laughs> I definitely... It goes back to my theory that he's hooked up to a machine and, I, and this, this is a dream he made. Dude, we, pi- we pitched this idea. You we pitched this idea. That's just true. You did. I pitched it. And Colin <laughs> Bunn was like, I'm I swear it. to God, if Ghostbusters Power Rangers comes out and I don't get a credit, I'm going to be so pissed. Also written by Colin Bunn. <laughs> if, if it's done by Colin Bunn, he listens to the show. Colin, if you're listening, just just tell me about it. Just, just, just let me help you a little bit. Just a little bit. If you're listening, which I know you are, low-key. <laughs> we went over the Power Rangers episodes. We pitched this. I know we did. <sighs> Come on, man. Good Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> well, Hunter goes off and cries for a little bit. Uh, Guys, look. thanks for listening. Get over our website, andrewscomics.com. Check out this week's previews and new releases. Oh. Follow us on Instagram at Andrews underscore comic. The podcast, Instagram, Andrews Amazing Podcast. The Twitter, Andrews Amazing for up-to-date news. And don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, share with a friend. And as always, support your local comic shop and have a nice day. I literally deleted a note in my phone that said Godzilla versus Power Rangers because this got solicited. Yep. Ah! Fun times. Peace.